on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. And that's what we're going to do. This is Cruise the Internet. That's what CTI stands for. We uh, put some topics up on the screen. We speculate on what we think is true, what we think is bullshit. And then we talk about how we, the people, can be the solution to the problems going on in the world. Other times when you tune in, we have Q&AF. That's where you get to ask questions about uh, personal development, business, entrepreneurship, what's going on in the world, and we answer them. You can submit your questions to be answered on the show a few different ways. First way is... Guys, you can email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you can go on YouTube and on the uh, Q&AF episodes, if you drop your question down there in the comment section, we'll pick some from there as well. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. And then we have 75 hard verses, 75 hard verses where someone comes on and we do uh, 75 hard versus them. And we talk about how 75 hard changed their life and helped them get their shit together. Uh, if, if you don't know, 75 hard is a free program. It is the first phase of the live hard program that you can get for free at episode 208 on the uh, real AF feed. That's only on audio, by the way, we weren't on YouTube when that episode came out. So YouTube is new for us. Uh, with that being said, we do have a fee for the show. You'll notice that I don't do sponsorships on the show. I don't take money on the show. I don't let people tell me what I can and can't say on my show, even if they were going to pay me eight figures, which every day that goes by, I'm feeling dumber for not taking it. <laughs> but if you guys agree to share the show, I'll keep it that way. So uh, that's my deal for you. I'll keep this ad free. Uh, I'll keep telling the truth. If you guys share the show. And so when we say pay the fee, that's what that means. So if you think there's value in the show, uh, please share it. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. We also have a special guest joining us today who's been on the show before. Uh, welcome back to the show, Miss Linda Catalina. Hi. Otherwise known as Wake Up With Linda on the, on the Instagrams and also of the, uh, the very famous Mostly Peaceful Latinas podcast. Yep. Mostly peaceful, though. Mostly peaceful. Yeah, that means sometimes, sometimes violent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when we get a little crazy and people were like, you guys are supposed to be mostly peaceful. I'm like, and then I pull up like the CNN picture because that's where it comes from. We know when like they're in the everything's riots, the world's burning. burning and they're yeah. like, we're reporting live, but it's mostly peaceful. And it's like <laughs> people are dying. Yeah. And I'm like, hello, that's what we are. Yeah. But thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited. And I just wanted to say that, by the way, people do share your stuff. I know that because in Miami, like people are still talking about the episode. Like I, uh, the gym oh, people cool. have approached me yeah. like many times or they DM me. What kind um, of people? Are they cool people? Yeah, they're cool. People. All right, good. There are people. All right, so, good. Yeah. They Not do a bunch it. of nerds? No. All right. Dorks. They're good people. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're dorks, they're fans of DJ. <laughs> no, no, we cleared that up yesterday. Yeah, they're fans of Emily. <laughs> you guys will get that reference uh, when this. Very soon. We were supposed to release a show today uh, that we're actually going to release on Sunday instead. So, um, special episode coming out on Sunday. You guys will want to hear a uh, special 75 Hard Versus episode. But, anyhow, uh, what's been going on? How you been? Been good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I would say I'm in another stage of clown world yeah. which is mostly enjoying laughing at clown world mm -hmm. um, so you're past the point of infuriation mm -hmm. moved on to the point yeah. of 
Look at these idiots. Yes. Look at like what are the seven stages of like coping or what what is it? There's like or seven. Grief, yeah. Of, yeah. Um, I, acceptance. I'm, I'm in the acceptance stage. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just like watching like Joe Biden. It's just like I barely even I'm like, OK, well, it's just another day in clown world. Like the other day I was I came across a clip on YouTube from I think it was the ambassador to the U.S. A Ukrainian ambassador to the U.S. Is a transgender person. Oh my! So is it? Is I it, saw that. Is it not like the like the best thing that could happen in clown world? Like, and this person is in charge of debunking propaganda coming from Russia. Yeah, yeah. A person who doesn't even accept his own gender. Yeah. Who's delusional? Who, who's who's filtering through what's true mm. and what's not true? <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I like, I send it to my friend. I'm like, is this not the most perfect ambassador that we could possibly have? A transgender woman debunking Russian propaganda and saying the Russians are lying. Meanwhile, you're pretending to be my gender. So that's where I'm at. It's just like it. it it's just dude. It's so an weird. Enjoyer, a clown world enjoyer. That's what I am. It, it is. It is weird. It, mm. Like I go through my days. Like some days I'm angry. And, you know, for a long, many years, for many, many years, <laughs> my leather bound books, I was very angry. <laughs> yeah. Now to the point where it's just like, all right, whatever's going to happen, happen. I'm not going along with any of this. Yeah. And if you guys want me to, you're going to have to kill me. And that's yeah. it. Many days I wake up and I just feel like they, they just keep fucking with us. They are. They do. Like, like that's what that no is. Way, they do. You know what I'm saying? Like and every day I feel like, okay, well, that's got to be it. No. Then tomorrow comes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no. fuck, man. Listen, man, you got to understand, like, People have a hard time understanding like how deep the demoralization and destabilization process goes. Yep. Like their their goal mm -hmm. is to make people not know in their own minds and hearts what is okay, what's not okay, what they can say, what they can't say, what's true, what's not true. And they've successfully demoralized and confused a pretty good size of the population. I don't mm -hmm. think it's a majority. No. I think most of the people realize it's bullshit. But I mean, a like, lot of idiots. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. But, but like, we're at a point now where I, I mean, from what I could tell, more and more and more people are starting to realize like this is absurd. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'm also, I'm also to the belief too. I used to believe that this, with the demoralization aspect of it, that like, you know. Think of like a, a fucking, you know, account, right? Like they would let us get down to maybe 20%, you know what I'm saying? And like now I'm, I'm to the belief that like, no, they want us at fucking zero. Oh, yeah. Like complete drain yeah. of everything. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, like, and it's becoming more real every every single day, man. Mm -hmm. it's, it's I think crazy the climate stuff. change stuff, it's, uh, I mean, we're, I know we're, this is, I don't know if this is one of the surfing the internet topics, but. Uh, well, we cruise the internet. Yeah, we, cruise we, the internet. That's yeah. surf the internet. That yeah. might be that's the California version. Yeah, that's not politically okay. correct. <laughs> they don't have, we don't do that in good old yeah. Missouri. Yeah, but yeah. I think we that... surf out here in the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, I think that the the you know the next phase. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if we had an appropriate title, we're in St. Louis. Yeah, right. It'd be drive by the internet. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, this city. Anyway, um, sorry. No, just that I just you know. On the way here, actually, I, I screen grabbed um, how there's 14 U.S. cities that currently have committed uh, are committed to the climate change something. I forgot the correct title. I saw that banning cars uh, total uh, by 2030. Clothes. Yeah. Three articles of clothes. No meat. Yeah. Austin was one of those cities. Miami is one of them. San Diego is one of them. Miami Boston. is one of those. Yeah. What's what the fuck's happened to Miami? It's I'm I remember we were talking before yeah. this started. It's like one of the they have chosen Miami as like 
the new like Dubai. Um, they're doing a lot of like insane, like extravagant luxury, like construction and bringing all mm. these stuff here to Miami. But with that, it's going to come like the, the, the people that are driving this agenda, that people want electric vehicles and green, you know, whatever. Um, I think uh, my partner, Bella, she was just telling me how there's a company knocking on doors around her neighborhood because they want to put their solar panels on people's houses. For free. But why is that for free? Because it's a government incentive uh, program. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just they want to turn this into like a green economy. That's really what it is. And with that has its consequences, you know, in France and in, even in, in Colombia, there's days that you can't drive your car. You, you can't drive. Yeah. Or you can and only cabs can drive in like a certain range, you know, and it, it's just you're, you're going to have like water limits. And people are like, how could they, how could they limit the water? I'm like, they'll put a little thing that will stop you from getting water out of the fossil. Like yeah. people have no idea how bad it's going to become because of climate change. Well, that's how bad they want it to become. I don't think they'll actually achieve that. No, yeah. I, I don't think I don't see it happening. I think, I think Mo more and more people like, look, dude, five years ago, nobody would stand up in public and say climate change was a hoax. Mm -hmm. Now you have a presidential candidate on the stage last night. Love him, hate him, no opinion right now for me. But uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Ramaswamy? Sure. I, what you asking me for, bro? I don't I, fucking know. I screw that shit up. You guys know time. who I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> he's the, asking because the, the young the guy with the guy here. Is that what it is? The, the, yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. where's the I figured you, I figured you as a brown man would know the name. <laughs> like, bro, I don't know the name. I'm not brown enough. Look, man, the brown, the brown dude with the big smile yeah, that right. everybody likes right now, okay? Like, bro, he fucking stood up on stage last night. Yeah. And by the way, I think he did a great job. Uh, he said, uh, the, straight up, the climate change is a hoax. Mm -hmm. He's like, and he started saying exactly what it is and talking about how it was, you know, it's communist in nature. Yeah. It is. No, 100%. That's all it is. It is. People who buy into yeah. the climate change, dude, they, they are some, look, man. They've pushed this so hard. It's really, really hard yeah. for people to realize that they've been completely lied to about it. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people who are like emotionally attached to it. I'm not saying that we don't care about the environment. I'm not saying, you know, let's not care about cleaning up the oceans or mm -hmm. let's like nobody thinks that. No, when we say climate change is a hoax, that's not what we're saying. We're saying, okay, yes, we should be environmentally conscious. Yes, we should do things that make sense. But what they're trying to do is take that and turn it into this moral and ethical attachment it's where an economy. Yeah. No, that's what it ends up being about. It it's not, it's about taking the economy from oil and gas, which a whole bunch of people own right. and have owned for a long time. They're some of the wealthiest people on the planet. And they're trying to move the economy from oil and gas to green energy of which all these politicians and tyrants and world economic forum people all own these companies. So they're using their legislative power to, re, to, to villainize oil and gas, which people that don't understand oil and gas, oil is a renewable resource. Yep. Okay. Like it, it's being made right now in the earth. Like this. Yeah. Like it's the most renewable resource. Like this shit that they're pulling out, the lithium and the cobalt and all the materials to make these batteries, guess what? That's not being made anymore. Okay, so like when we talk about the renewables, 
they're actually selling. It's the same thing they do with everything. Yeah. They completely backwards lie about it. But anyway, it's exactly what you're saying, Linda. They're taking the economy that's existed off oil and gas for, you know, 120 years, 125 years or so, and they're moving it over to electric, of which they are financially incentivized to do because they own the stock in all these companies. And that's the entire play of what's I mean, going on. And, on and, and they're also using that play to not just enrich themselves, but then encroach on our rights and then limit our rights and our freedoms yep. and impose control on the world, not yep. just the United States of America. That, that's the biggest thing because they'll have the ability to flip a switch at any time, whether that be your car, whether that be your house. Oh, you're saying something that's out of line politically. Cool. No, no more car for you. People, right? like, people think that's people think that's conspiracy. That's already happening that's in other already places. Happening. Yeah. It's already it's happening. And once they easy. put and that's a dangerous thing because once they put the foundation in, like it's not like, you know, okay, everybody all electric cars, no more gas cars, immediate control. That's not how this that's not how they work it. They put the infrastructure in first, right? And then once they start seeing the trends of 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 uh the sensors, that's when they snap their fingers and turn that little switch off. Yeah. You know, so I mean it, it's real shit, man. It's dangerous. But I want to talk about something real quick before we get into our headlines. You guys, uh, you guys kept saying, talking about these, uh, this hoax, right? Climate hoax. I wanted to see if you guys have seen this because I think it's kind of interesting. Um, you see India land on the moon? Who did? India. They did? Yeah. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Listen. Uh, allegedly would be a good word. Allegedly. Me. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. India just landed on the moon. Yeah. Where's Syed? <laughs> global race to water. We need to know what vehicle they took. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Right. Well, listen, I got some shit because on this. I'm, did yeah. they take a rocket? <laughs> did they take a shuttle? Did they take a magic carpet? <laughs> <laughs> what? How do they... they, they <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I haven't heard of this. I don't. You haven't heard of this? Oh, listen, listen to all my brown friends. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You guys make fun of me all you want. Yeah, so so India became the first country to land at the moon's south pole. (laughs) What's the the shuttle called? Boobs and Vagine? (laughs) 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 The SS Bobs and Vagine went to the moon. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Country. So... So, yeah, so they're saying that India became the I get first. a fucking trophy, bitch. <laughs> you do, you do, you do, you do. So, so they're saying that uh, a logistically challenging achievement expected to kick off a new era of space exploration. It joins the U.S., China, and Russia in successfully pulling off an uncrewed lunar landing. Okay? The, uh, let's, let's really dive into this. So, so the Indian Space Research Organization okay, or ISRO, landed a research device as part of its uh, Chandran-3 mission near the lunar south pole on August 23rd, equipped with monitors for studying seismic activity and carrying out of the research. A rover with two different sensors was stored inside the lander. All right, now let's watch the video, okay, of the moment. Oh, there's a video. There's a video. There's a video. There, listen, <laughs> bear with me, guys. It's our OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video of the, the moment, the mere seconds before this uh, alleged landing on the moon's South Pole. Here, here, here's the video um, for all of us watching on YouTube. Um, remember, guys, you can check out these links, too, on AndyFacella.com. Let's watch this clip. 
<laughs> you gotta be. Is this? Are you for real? Oh, this is real shit. This no, is, that's not, bro. Listen, this is real, Andy. All right, <laughs> that is not. Bro, I swear to God, no, he did, dude. He I fucking learned God, Photoshop like yesterday. I'm not even this. that good, bro. I'm not that good. No, clearly you're not. Listen, wa let's watch the clip. Shut the this is not real. Hold on. You made this shit up. People are applauding. Let us all wait to hear from the Secretary Department of Space and Chairman You're Kusho, fucking with all of us. S. Somnath. Lander Madul Puritra safely or softly Chandrama ke sata pe land ho chuka hai. ये हम लोगों के लिए बहुत ही गर्व की बात है हिंदी में एक कहावत है कि चंदा मामा दूर के लेकिन अब I think it looks like one of those Indian call scammer places. Okay. Like yes. that, I, that looked like a, yes, it does. I'm just saying yes, it does. that looked like a, Tari. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that was completely made up. <laughs> You're making, did you make that? I swear to God, I did not. Did you fucking make that joke? I, I didn't, no, no, it's real shit. Are you guys fucking with me right now? No, it's real, bro. That's real. They landed on the fucking I feel moon. like I could do a I know it's only, Photoshop. It's only a matter of time before with you motherfuckers phone. start making up your own stories and put them on the fucking TV <laughs> and have me say shit. It was a fucking AI. No, this is real, man. This is real. Okay? No. It's real. That's what they're saying. Well, they're, they are they are lying. They're lying. <laughs> that is not through real. their teeth, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, it's out there. Congra I think congratulations are in order, dude. Wow. <laughs> so where's the, the first slurpy machine? <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, but the Indians have been slowly climbing up, like a, a Indian supremacy. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Fucking open a 7-Eleven up there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, the, guy, remember the, guy, the guy from The Simpsons. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. What was his name again? What He's is the so guy funny. from The Simpsons, Dave? <gasps> what? A poo. A poo. A poo. Oh, Andy, <sighs> that's... Oh, man. Listen, man. It is what it is. Hey, bro, everybody hates me. I'm white. Okay? Like, it is what it is. It's okay. Remember, there's the, the rise of the Latino white supremacists. So yeah, you're, at the, you're you know, the head I'm, of that. I'm basically like the you're king You're like the queen of that. Literally. Yeah. The first 7-Eleven on the moon. <laughs> that right there is ridiculous. Oh, bro. I think this is this just is like, ridiculous. this is supposed to be like their computer animated, you know. No. Dude, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> oh, it's true? No Bro, way. It's real, man. It's no real. way. No way. It's real. I refuse to believe it. Bro, listen. I refuse to believe the moon landing too, but Me here too. we are. That, did, that was bullshit too. <laughs> the little that tin was, foil yeah. can, that little tin can that went up there in I'll the be, 1960s. Okay. So here's the real yeah. debate. Which country did a better job at faking it? Was it us or was it them? For sure, us. We're I think us look more real. Good. Yeah. Ours was very yeah. elaborate. Bro, with AI and all this stuff, that's oh all God. you guys could come up with? Bro, listen. You know, all those chat GGP motherfuckers, they, they could have figured something better. 
you know. Crap. I don't know, man. Listen, I just put it up there. It's Dude, somebody call Syed, have him come in here. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get verification. Bro, he's probably on break, man. That's a pretty historic <laughs> moment. He probably took off. He's off celebrating. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna call him right now. Wait, I'm gonna call him. <laughs> Are you gonna put it on speaker? <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> uh, this is one of the guys, one of the crew. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's he's from India. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to uh congratulate just, you. Just say congratulations. Uh we saw that India landed on the moon. Say it again? I said we just wanted to say congratulations. We saw that India landed on the moon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm at my desk. Come in, come in the studio. <laughs> come in the studio. <laughs> we got questions for you. We got questions. We got questions. <laughs> wow. He's gonna, here he comes, dude. I see him in the reflection. <laughs> he's already laughing. <laughs> Look at him, dude. He's fucking already laughing. He knows he's about to get fucked with, bro. He knows it. Yeah. Like, just minding my own business at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, you fucking seven eleven. <laughs> that's fucking good. How'd you make that? <laughs> I. That's good. You know why it's funny? <laughs> why is it? Fu- that's right. It's only funny because it's fucking oh true. You said first is like machine. <laughs> All right, put him on the mic. Come here. Come here, we gotta verify this because you're our official contact to India. Okay. All right. I might not be well informed, but I will do my best. That's okay. You know more than us. All right. So let's show him the video. Have you seen this? Yes. Okay. You've seen it? Mm-hmm. Is it real? Is that real? You can see it on the screen. There's something module. And everybody's clapping. Let us all wait to hear from the Secretary Department of Space and Chairman Isro. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The the image that's been getting circulated everywhere on social media, that's definitely AI generated. Yeah. For sure. Hundred percent. So here's my second question. <clears throat> What's the first business you think they'll open on the <laughs> Say it. Definitely a seven eleven. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. I volunteer to work on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brother? No new pot here, brother. Oh my god. Oh hey. bro, I love you so much. Oh, DJ, fuck. you're being racist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're the most racist guy here. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a that's fact. Good. I'll take that. I'll I am the least you. racist. Yeah, thank you. I am the most oppressed. Oh, I'm well, white. Listen, racism a crime. You know, crime's only for black people, so. Well, it's, <laughs> you know why you know why nobody laughed? Because it's, it's fucking true. true. <laughs> his, his trophies are going like in a hollow earth right now. It's so bad. All right, all right. Uh, go back to your call center. Yeah, I'm sure. going, bro. Go Syed, Syed just gets a trophy for fucking answering the question right. Hey, I, I put my call on hold. Customer service. I gotta get back. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh, how man. fuck? Listen, we what should happened? do that. We should have a real AF call line. And he answers it. Holy shit. All right, we can end the show, man. <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, fucking know. He knows. He knows. He knew the answer, bro. It's the truth, man. It's really up, man. Oh, man. All right. It's all downhill from here. (laughs) So if you're still watching. Uh, we actually love Indian people. We haven't people. even started. We haven't even gotten started. No, we haven't. This is what intro. Uh, I, you know what? Indian food ain't for me, man. You know, I, my best friend's Indian. I love Indian people. Really? Indian wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Indian people are. You sound like a white dude talking about black people right really? now. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I got one Indian friend. My, my, my best friend's black. It's cool. <laughs> for real, for real, though. For real. I, I, I've been to a couple Indian weddings. I got my saris. I got the whole thing. Bro, they so spend I'm, a shit ton on Indian weddings. No, their weddings are beautiful. Their weddings are like shit four days. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Four days. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know about all that. Yeah, so guys, if you're still watching, uh, let's, let's, get, let's get, let's get right into get Slurpees on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, real talk. Let's get into it. So since y'all fucking, you know, never mind. Let's just get into let's, it. Let's get into it, guys. Remember, if you want to see any of these topics, headlines, videos, pictures, go to andyforseller.com. You can find them linked there. You can also drop down in the description. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can find them linked there as well. <laughs> How the <laughs> fuck does he answer 7-Eleven, bro? <laughs> he just knew. That was my favorite fucking moment of real AF fucking bro, ever, great. dude. Holy shit. I was going to say a Boost Mobile, but I mean, 7-Eleven's pretty <laughs> close. Fuck no, man. <laughs> bro, when I used to stripe parking lots, we would, we'd stripe 7-Elevens, yeah. quick trips and all that shit. So before I started the business, I striped parking lots. That's how I what got the money mean? to start the business. Huh? What do you mean? What is like that mean? <clears throat> the, the lines for parking yeah, okay, spaces. Okay, okay. So okay. we painted them. And we'd have to paint the gas station ones overnight because they weren't much traffic, right? Mm-hmm. And bro, we would go in there and it was, all, it was always Indian dudes and they always had the same trick. All right. Now remember, this is like 1990s, right? Mm-hmm. This is like not people had earbuds and shit. But they would take their, their big house phone. <laughs> so like their their phone i thought it was genius i started doing it too and they used a rubber band and they put the rubber band around the phone (laughs) and so they check you out with the rubber band and the phone stuck to their head and be talking on the phone all night no i loved it i started doing it too i did it all the way until airpods came out it works dude yeah see just like that just like this oh i thought you were taking a call for real was it doing in the middle of the show exactly like that all right let's get into it guys we got headline number one uh, you guys, we are we already touched it just a little bit. Let's touch it some more. Debates, the big deal. Let's get into it. All right. So uh, this headline reads: Exclusive. Vivek Ramaswamy beats Ron DeSantis for best performance and tops Donald Trump as the real winner in poll of the Republican debate. Uh, so let's talk about it. So um, <clears throat> how's, by- he to- how's he top Donald Trump when Donald Trump wasn't in it? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, but I mean, that's the UK man. They're, yeah. they're... Biotech entrepreneur. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude's. I mean, he's got money. Yeah, he's a wealthy guy. He loaded. Yeah, loaded. Um, biotech. This is a Daily Mail article reading. Biotech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy won the first Republican 2024 debate on Wednesday evening, according to an exclusive poll for DailyMail.com, beating out Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by the narrowest of margins. He put up a combative performing, trading blows with opponents such as former Vice President Mike Pence, who seemed intent on cutting him down to size. It made him the focal point what for much mean? of the, the debate. So here are the polls. Okay. Uh, I guess Daily Mail sent this poll out. Uh, who had the best debate performance? And it has Vivek at 28%. Ron 
Ron DeSantis at 27, Mike Pence at 13, uh, Tim Scott at eight, Nikki Haley at seven, Chris Christie at four, Doug Burgum at 3%. That's a North Dakota guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also loaded. <laughs> yeah. Loaded. Um, Asa Hutchinson at 2%. Um, and then 9% of the people said that they didn't know. Well, Hutchinson, isn't that the guy who, on a presidential debate stage, wears the flag of two countries instead of just the American flag? Correct. Yeah. That's the one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that makes so- sense. Um, why you got 2% dumbass. <laughs> you're trying to be the president of the United States and you're up there wearing uh, a flag of, no, Israel. No, Israel. <clears throat> Israeli flag and a, and a, and a fucking American flag. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, sorry, bro. Uh, this is America. Well, just so you know that uh, uh, Ukraine is the new Israel, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, uh, no, that's well, a fact. Yeah. It's actually, actually Ukraine is the original Israel. If you want to get technical about it. Why? Well, oh, because yeah. that's the homeland of, of, uh, Kazarian Jews it used to be called Kazaria. Okay, yeah. I see where you're going with yeah. that. So, mm-hmm. anyhow, yeah. So I mean, since you got two percent, dumb fuck, uh, don't <laughs> wear another country's flag. Doing this here? not a, this not a, this not an anti-Israel statement. It's no. uh, if you're you're wearing the flag of another country yeah. on the stage to be president of a certain country, right. people are not going to like that. No, I w- we were actually at a party last night, mm-hmm. you and me, where the yeah. debate was on, and. The fucking, without me or you saying a fucking word to anyone, every single person's like, why is this dude wearing two flags on the, Mm -hmm. like, maybe rethink that strategy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it just didn't make sense, man. Like, you know. Believe it or not, you'd be surprised how many people actually consider Israel to be an extension of America to that point. Yeah, if they're from from Israel, they think that. There was people that were upset at me when I was talking about the... HP 269, which is the anti-Semitic, um, anti-Semitism law that they passed mm-hmm. in Florida at this last legislative session. And I was like, Ron DeSantis went to a foreign land to sign Florida legislation. Mm-hmm. You know how terrible it is. And people were, were offended by that. Mm-hmm. Jews were offended by that. And well, not I, just Jews, evangelical <laughs> Christians were offended by that. Well, And, and it's just like, I'm, I'm like, I don't care what you believe in. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care where you were born. Or if you think that Israel is our greatest ally. You don't sign Florida legislation in any other country. I would be just upset as if it was in Saudi Arabia, in Colombia, in Peru, in Bahamas. That's the point. Don't. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. You, if you point out <clears throat> that there's a large number of the government <clears throat> that actually has dual citizenship between United States and Israel, and you point that simple fact out, you get called an anti-Semite. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh-huh. that, that's not anti-Semitic to point out a fact. That's a fact, okay? And in my opinion, nobody should be serving in the government of the United States of America that is a dual citizen of any country. Yeah. And that doesn't, that's not an anti-Semitic statement. Look, man, the anti-Semitic thing is the same thing as the racist thing. It is. Okay, it's been, it's been overused, it's been overplayed, it's, been, it's, a, it's a societal weapon to, to protect from being able to point out actual facts. Right. So, you know, and every, most people know that. And, and they selectively choose when and when to attack, when and where to attack people for it. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is dude, like it's not, it's not a racist or <clears throat> sexist or misogynistic or anti-Semitic or any of these labels to point out actual facts. That's just facts. Yeah. And um, the social weapon of language is, is out of control. But I think most people are starting to understand, you know, anyway. Yeah, Asa Hutchinson, somebody told you some bad ideas. <laughs> By the way, did you not notice like how every single <clears throat> dude up here wore the exact same outfit? I didn't even know what he looked like. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't even know who he was before. Yeah, that, that's a stylist decision, right? Like, like every time these like people run for president, they always get like a campaign stylist, and like you know they do all they have all this research and psychology research. Like, oh, these colors will. You every know, dude was wearing a blue suit blue with a red tie. With the red tie. Well, they you know why? Hire me then. You know why they did that? Because Trump wears a blue suit with a red tie, <laughs> and they got they got they have. They spent literally half the debate talking about Trump too. Mm -hmm. They did. Oh yeah. I didn't even watch. Oh yeah. They got on the they got on the discussion of who would support Trump, even if um he was uh in jail, in jail. or and, being indicted if he yeah. became the presidential nominee. Uh, Vivek was raised his hand immediately, mm -hmm. which I thought was cool. And then everybody else kind of followed his lead after scanning. And then the DeSantis state. was like the last one, like one of the last yeah. ones. And his like he was like. Yeah, real. Can you, can you see my hand up right here? Yeah, right. Like, oh. Look, dude, I said this when DeSantis started up. And I, we, got, we got this on receipts. Like, bro, you got bad advice. You should have listened to someone that has knowledge on strategy. You should have shut up. You should have supported Trump. And you should have sat in the back until 2028. And you probably would have been like the automatic guy in 2028. And now you've created room for this other dude, Vivek, to come in, who's 38 years old. He's self-made successful, multi-billionaire, um, to come in and start gaining people's hearts and minds. And he's doing a great job. The dude's got a big smile. He's highly likable. Um, you know, I, I don't know anything about him. He came out of nowhere. But I'm just saying, like, why give your competition the room to do that? That just doesn't make sense. You know, anyway, what'd you think, dude? Yeah, I mean... There, there was a couple of interesting things that 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 I saw as we were at that party. Um, he's starting to get like uh, compared to Obama. Yeah, Vivek is, and it's a little interesting. And like to the point that like he even opened his debate with a Barack Obama <clears throat> comparison and quote. <clears throat> um, so this headline reads: Vivek Ramaswamy ripped one of his debate one-liners straight. From Barack Obama. Um, uh, Ramaswamy introduced himself as a, quote, skinny guy with a funny last name after receiving his first question from moderator Brett Baer um, in Milwaukee on Wednesday. The phrase echoed Obama's own choice of words when he introduced himself to the country while delivering the keynote address at the DNC convention uh, in 20, uh, 2004. Here's a video of Vivek's inter, uh, introductory uh a monologue, I guess you can call it. Here it is. Uh, Mr. Ramaswamy, listening to all of this, why should voters choose you over more experienced politicians on this stage? Uh, you're basically, you know, a blank slate for people. You're 38 years old. Uh, you've said that you only voted in two presidential elections before this moment, this political race. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name, and what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I'll tell you, I'm not a politician, Brett. You're right about that. I'm an entrepreneur. My parents came to this country with no money 40 years ago. I have gone on to found multi-billion dollar companies. I did it while marrying my wife, Apoorva, raising our two sons, following our faith in God. That is the American dream. And I am genuinely worried that that American dream will not exist for our two sons and their generation unless we do something about it. And I do think Brett is going to take an outsider because for a long time we have professional politicians in the Republican Party who have been running from something. Now is our moment to start running to something. 
to our vision of what it means to be an American today. If you have a broken car, you don't turn over the keys to the people who broke it again. You hand it over to a new generation to actually fix the problem. That's why I'm in this race and we're just getting warmed up. <clears throat> Pretty good. <clears throat> I'm just going to have to say it. No one's going to vote for the guy with that last name. Hmm. The rednecks in the middle of America are not going to want a president, Ramaswamy. Uh, I don't, I don't, Ramaswamy. I, I, I don't agree. I, I don't I, agree with that. I, no. I don't agree with that. Like, dude, we're, already, we're from we're from the heartland of rednecks, mm -hmm. and I don't think they give a fuck, bro. I think people just want to be free. They want to be left alone. They want, like, yeah, bro. But I'm talking even, about in comparison <clears throat> to Trump. Oh, to. dude, look, this is this is a note. These like, guys are these guys are auditioning for next time. Mm -hmm. Like. Trump's the guy. Maybe even VP. Dude, this, all the numbers. Yeah, that's right. And also, that's right. It's something that we don't take into consideration because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not an evangelical or anything. But I mean, I, I just read what I see on Twitter, which I think it's the biggest right now political uh, town square or whatever public square. Um, he's Indian and he doesn't share or Hindu. He doesn't share our religion. And believe it or not, there's a lot of talk about that, of having a guy that believes in many gods or whatever. I don't think that way. I, I, this is not my opinion, <clears> by the way. I'm yeah. telling you what I've seen from well, others on the internet. When we, when we think about America, you know, America, this is where I differ with conservatives a lot. You know, a lot of conservatives will say America is a Christian nation. It has mm -hmm. to be Christian and Christian and Christian and Christian. How many of the people out here actually live in Christian values? None of them. Okay. It's not very much. And, and <laughs> the reality is, is that America was founded with secular diversity and it was meant to have freedom of religion. I don't the very beginning. That's why the first amendment says freedom of religion. Correct. People don't get that. No, but conservatives uh -huh. on the, the far extreme yeah. conservatives, yeah. these people will not even hear of someone who's not Christian. And <clears throat> that's a problem because that is a problem. the reality is, this country was founded on separation of church and state, freedom of religion, and we should be able to identify and be intelligent enough to understand that someone with a strategic mind who's been very successful in business, who's very young, who has new ideas, and I'm not advocating for this man, but I am taking his side on this. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> if he has different religious beliefs, but he's got the solutions to the problems that affect us every single day. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not, that's not a, that's not a no vote for me. Um, my issue with, with Ramaswamy is first of all, I'll say this. None of those other candidates really belonged up there. They really didn't. No. And they embarrassed themselves by being up there. Like Mike Chris Pence, Christie, seriously. Yeah. He made a fool of himself. What the fuck is he doing? He, he made a fool of himself. And so did Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. It was unwatchable. Both of them. They're so old. They're so out of touch. They're so like crust. They're everything that crusty. they are. Dude, they're <laughs> everything. Crusty. Everything Gen Z hates yeah. about politics. Those guys are. Yeah. And they're not relatable. And the one thing that like I would actually like to have Ramaswamy on the show and debate him myself. Bro, I think that'd be dope. Yeah, I think so. Because here's the thing. I'm young and I'm also rich and I got some ideas, too. And. I like this guy a lot. I think he says the right things, but there's certain things that don't make sense. You know, he does remind me a lot of Obama. Yeah. He's and a two, performer. I hope you understand. Yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. He's a performer and but he's also, got star power. But that's also true. remember this. When you're the CEO of a company and you have thousands of employees, you get pretty good at performing because yeah. you have to talk to him every day yeah. in big groups. So like he has the experience to do. I understand why he's so 
charismatic yeah, because this is what pitch he has. A dream. You got to pitch the vision. These are skills that you yeah. need as an entrepreneur to run a company that this man is running. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I can appreciate all that, but he does remind me of Barack Obama. And if you guys who have been around enough to remember Barack Obama that were old enough to remember, like in 2008, bro, everybody, like I didn't vote for him, but I still rooted for him. I was still like, dude, I hope this guy does good. I hope he does what he says he's going to do. Yeah. And he went into office and did nothing of what he said he was going to do. And that's where I look at Ramaswamy and I have concerns because right. he does, he did come out of nowhere. We really don't know anything about him. And that's not his fault because I agree that we need an outsider. Yeah. However, it, he does give off that Obama vibe. Yeah. And it's also it's hard fake-ish. too. That's what it is. He's fake. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's fake. It is fake. You feel it like it's fake? fake? Yeah. I'm a woman. I, I could see through these things. Mm. It's fake. It's, I, it's, it's, it's just like 10% too polished. I, I, I talked to Emily about it this morning on the car here, and I was saying, you know, if, if let's say, in the event that we actually can put Trump back in the White House, I wouldn't mind seeing him um, spearheading a, an agency. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing mm. him in the business administration or whatever, whatever it may be. Or Over the, the FDA. He's like Ramaswamy. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't mind seeing him being part of Trump's cabinet. Yeah. Or or the head of one of of one of our retired agencies. Yeah. But as far as him appealing, because because here's the thing, Andy, you gotta understand something. The people that he's appealing to are terminally uh, terminally online people. If you get out of the online world of the people that are posting him, these influencers, people like you and I and whatnot, he he's not appealing to the majority of the voters in America. In real, not, life oh, listen, in, Linda, real life. Linda, in real life is what Oh, listen, Linda, Linda, I don't think they're, listen, yeah. when, I, when I talk about the debate here, first of all, let's look at the data. I'm a data person, all right? I live and die by the data in business. There's no, none of these guys are going to be the guy. It's going to be Trump. The data says it's Trump. The polls say it's Trump. It's Trump, okay? Everybody understands the injustices that are happening towards him. Everybody, the more they attack him, the bigger he's going to get, the more powerful he's going to get. And until his path is exhausted, the, the, the fanfare and the support that he has is not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like Trump's the dude. So when I talk about this, I'm talking about who did the best of this, Mm -hmm. not that they're better than Trump. Right. Um, with that being said, I think Ramaswamy crushed everybody. Um, in, in regards to him appearing fake to me, it doesn't feel fake. It feels, it's, I guess it is saying the same thing. He just feels uh-huh. like he's 10% too polished. That's what it is. Like 10%. If, if, if you watch his uh, commencement, commencement speech, is that how you say it? Remember, English is my second. He's a great speaker. Right. Yeah. If you you got to watch him from college. Like yeah. I, I've seen clips that people have pulled up from when he did his valedictorian speech or whatever. And he's been this way. Like he yeah. has, that's what I call star power. Yeah. You know? So he was like the cool Indian guy. That's how that's how my and best friend. Didn't he friend, do a rap video that, to Eminem? That's how or my something? best friend is. My yeah. best friend has always been like the cool Indian guy that just like Here you got go again. The, the best uh grades in school. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want Antifa to say that I'm a KKK spearing the KKK in Miami. You know? But no, dude, I, I listen, I get what you're saying. I I I watch we DJ and I gotta watch both. We watched mm-hmm. the we recorded the Trump thing. Or we I recorded, streamed, I streamed it. Yeah, I was oh, going we back. We ended up watching like when the debates was on commercial. <laughs> yeah. I pulled up the Trump interview. Yeah, I thought I thought he did a great job. He says all the right things, but like real talk, um, there's things about that he says that I definitely don't agree with. 
Um, like what? Like, like for, for example, like he said in an interview, uh, which was disheartening because it was the first thing I've heard him say that I was like, no, like that's completely wrong. Um, and this is also what made me think that there's a potential for him to like have been like created, right? Um, Selected. Yeah. Yes. Because he said in the interview that he did not think that a, like somebody asked him about accountability and he said, I'm not worried about the past. I can't, I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm think, I think we should put down the arms and stop fighting. We should move forward together and all this stuff. And, and what he was, I get that. I do get that. Like, I agree with that with like regular people, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the people on the left are Democrats. Like we all need to chill the fuck out. Okay. I get that. But he basically insinuated that he didn't believe that there should be accountability for some of these crimes that these high-level people have created, like Hillary and Soros and Obama and like this conspiracy that they've been pushing through. Sedition. Uh, yeah, yes, it's, it's treason, dude. It's treason. Yeah, and, and by when you pay to put uh, you know, the country in a terrible spot with immigration or the media or... Uh, the, the, the justices and the, you know, the judges in these inner cities mm-hmm. and you put people in there and you tell them not to prosecute crime so that the crime can go out of control. And we do all these destructive things, COVID, uh, you know, fucking, fucking you, Russia, Ukraine, yeah, like man. all this shit, making up a Russia collusion document out of thin air to persecute a president for seven years and destroy everybody's mental health by creating division amongst society the, the russian delusions yeah but but the thing is is like there has to be accountability for these crimes that you can we cannot just let politicians who have served in the past create documents out of thin air all right and then say they're true and then persecute people and then put them in jail like what's happening literally today mm-hmm. all right even lawyers are going to jail right like, with no accountability yeah. we cannot fucking do that you know what no, happened we during can. Co- we are because and I and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the reality is that while Democrats are putting their political opponents in jail, the only thing the Republicans do is like, I'm just going to send a very strong letter again. No, I get I'm that. I'm just going to send mm-hmm. a strong tweet no, again. They I'm call not, my I'm senator. I'm so disapproval. You're not we're disagreeing with me. Hearing. I know. I'm like, we're going to yeah. have a hearing again in Congress. Like, what the no, fuck? No, bro? like we're so no. tired These of these motherfuckers need to go talk. in the fucking wood chipper. Like, okay? ridiculous. Like, dude, there needs to be accountability for treasonous crimes yeah. that have happened. It is treason, dude, by I, the way. I know it is. It's treason. I know. We have a, we, yeah. no, we have a president of the United States in power right now who has taken millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars from China, and then he's making policy decisions in exchange for that money that has now put our country in the weakest possible position it's ever been in, ever, all right? We have open borders. We have high crime. We have low fuel reserves. We have low military equipment. We have, <clears throat> I mean, a million other things, right? We have a, 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 a terrorist media. We have uh, uh, Chinese bases being built in Cuba. Bro, we have, we, have, we have hundreds of thousands of military-aged Chinese right. males coming across the border. So you guys know if the Chinese bombers, I'm going to be the first one gone because I'm in Miami. So Yeah, well. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude. That guy that's in office right now is compromised. Mm -hmm. And these people who are acting on the behalf of that man, uh, the Hillary Clintons, the George Soros's, the Barack Obama's, 
basically that whole part of the part. And by the way, there's people on the Republican side too. Oh, yeah. Okay. We just talked about it before yeah. you came in. But all those people that are going along with all of this treasonous shit, they have long ago abandoned their responsibility as servants of the people and exchange it for servants of themselves. And they have utilized their positions of power to create wealth for themselves, to create power for themselves. And then to commit crime, they've gone so far as now to commit crimes against humanity by forcing people to take a medication that is legitimately hurting all kinds of people, causing myocarditis, causing 18-year-old healthy kids to fall down in basketball courts. You know, ask LeBron James about that shit, okay? Let's be real. This is happening. It's not fake. It's not conspiracy. And these people did this shit. And to sit there and say that we need to not have accountability I'm sorry. I can't. I, that's a that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I cannot vote for that. Yeah, I no, think no, that, absolutely. I think, that I think accountability is yeah. the number one issue. Like, I think it's accountability then economy. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Look, man, we're already all hurting. Let's let's clean this problem out for good. These people look. If we don't have accountability, these people will go away for a while and then they'll come back. Yep. I think that you <clears throat> and I and like us people like Ian Smith, like yeah. there's like a sect of us who are the very small percentage of Americans. I wouldn't even say Republicans or conservatives, just Americans who see eye to eye with what you're saying. Yep. We want retaliation and we want accountability. It's not, yeah, it's just accountability. Right. But it's also retaliation. Not for really. Me at least. Well, no, woman, because I'm a woman and I'm emotional. The, yeah, but that's, that's the rule of law. I want law. evil yeah. stuff being done all, to people. All I'm asking for is for us to hold people accountable to the letter of the law. But 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 here's the thing. Um, there's a lot of establishment Republicans, people that have just always voted Republican, no matter who it is, because mm. they're just just mm. like the Democrats vote blue no matter who. Right. Um, who want to go back to the time before they were calling them racist, before they were. Uh, the Nazis before MAGA, before all this bullshit was going on, before the daily drama, they want to go back to that. So they're kind of saying, okay, if we leave the Democrats alone and we don't hold them accountable for whatever, like the Clintons, the Obamas of the world, then you're going to leave us alone. That's not going to happen. I know that's not going to happen. That's, see, that's, that's the entire... Dumb. No, it's not. <laughs> they're misunderstood. Listen, you know how you lose a battle? You know how you lose in business? You know how you lose a war? You lose by underestimating your enemy and not understanding what their true intent is. And just because you're a good person, just because you think that like it, it, live and let live and take the high road, mm -hmm. you're not understanding, not you, but yeah, people in general, they are not understanding that <clears throat> this is Bolshevik communism in the United States. Okay. And if you go read about Bolshevik communism, they kill the opposition the minute that they have the ability to do it. This is part of the play. If you go read Karl Marx, he talks about this in his mm -hmm. book. You have to demoralize society after you get control. You remove all the intelligence. You remove all the doctors, all the educated people. You remove all the artists. And then you create a society of servitude. Mm -hmm. All right? And that's, this, that's where they're trying to get to. These people will never stop until it ends with a legitimate genocide of their opponent. That is where we're Good. going. And that's going, that will happen if people do not recognize that that's their intent. And because most of the conservative side of the aisle, and honestly, 80% of America are good people, and because they are live and let live people, and because they believe in other people having the same intent they would have, right? Because they wouldn't want to kill a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. they, they're misjudging the enemy. 
And the, that enemy that we're dealing with right now is lethally dangerous to anybody that stands against them. And so for, for us to like say, oh, we're going to take the high road, that is not an option at this point in time because if we take the high road, these people will regather, they will come back. They've been at this for 100 years. This is not something they just started in 2020. Right. 2020 was like their Super Bowl and they fucked it up. Okay, so now we get another chance to like stop this shit, but the only way it's ever going to be stopped is if people are real about what the consequences are if we don't stop it. Yeah. And the consequences if we don't stop it are death or lifetime imprisonment, labor camp. That's not me. That's historically yep. for anybody that opposes their positions. Yeah. And we and, already have uh, political prisoners. Look, yeah. at the, look at the conditions of the January 6th <clears throat> yeah. political prisoners. They will do that to every single yeah. person that resists them. Mm -hmm. they, the, the mug shots that came out of uh, Fulton County yesterday, all the, the three, four, six, it was like six people, I think, or nine including uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani and John Alice, they're all lawyers. Yeah. Uh, the, do, you, do you understand the severity of the situation when they're putting lawyers in jail with the bail as high as $180,000, $200,000? That's actually what's happening right now. And, uh, you know, whether, you know, Democrats are obviously cheering it on, the Republicans are what the fuck, but you... You're intimidating lawyers into not doing the right thing because first they were disbarring these lawyers in their respective states. And then they said, that's not enough. We're going to actually indict you and try to put you behind bars. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 I mean, if you're if you're putting lawyers in jail who are the ones that can interpret the law, imagine what they're willing to do to us. We're going to like, be the concentration camps. For no, that's the intent. That was the intent of COVID. Okay, they Bill Gates is on TV saying COVID didn't go the way we thought it was going to go. But next time, but next time, no. But he said just recently, mm -hmm. he said, you know, COVID, COVID. There was a lot of resistance that we didn't account for because they, oh, they, no shit, they accounted for. Kidding me? They were planning on a much smaller pocket of resistance, and they plan on social support to remove that resistance at that time. Yep. That's why there's camps built in Washington. That's why there's FEMA camps all over the country. All right, they're already built. All right. These people were counting on a very small group of resistance the first time around. And if, if we hadn't have stood up, there would be a group of people in these camps right now, and it would all be us, and they would be doing shit, bad shit to us. Mm -hmm. And like, bro, you have to understand the brutality of how they execute people too. They don't just like starve you or like kill you or shoot you. That's not how these people work. They work on intimidation, okay? So some of the Bolshevik, revolutions that have happened in the past dude the way they kill people is the most brutal disgusting painful ways that you could possibly imagine and i'm talking things like cutting a person open stapling their intestines to a pole and then making them run around the pole until they're dead and holding their family at gunpoint to make them do it that's the kind of shit bolsheviks have done and that's the mentality of the people that we have that are on this far progressive movement yep, what, what i think it's funny is when when they go on their uh delusional state and then they start condemning other countries for alleged allegedly committing uh human crimes against humanity yeah, crimes against and, their citizens and, and they're like yeah. well, you know we we condemn russia for x y and z we're condemning i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now yeah like we have yeah. did you guys see the pictures of the january 6 prisoners that were just released like, like last sleeping week? on the cots and shit when they're the in floor. a little yeah. when they're in a freaking shoe box yeah. where they have to take a poop in a a mop bucket yeah that's that's the condition of our citizens yeah you know and 
Oh, no, we're the third world country. Wait, and what's important, I think, Andy, for, for especially for Republicans to understand is that the blacks haven't been wrong what they've been saying that our justice system is fucked up. Their execution has been messed up. BLM's not something that we're proud of. But when it comes to the justice system is bad, we need to fix it. We're seeing that right now with yeah. our own president. Yeah. We're seeing that with the January 6th. Uh, alleged Isn't that funny how now we can admit that there's a it problem? It is a messed yeah. up judicial yeah. system. It is extremely fucked up because we have people right now because of the Patriot Act who haven't even seen a day in court. There's no Fourth Amendment. The, the Constitution has been ripped apart. These people haven't even gotten a day in court and they're waiting process. for a date. It's been three years. Three years. Yeah. Real quick, I want to point something up before we go to our next headline though because uh, <clears throat> I got to get moving, but I wanted to point this up. Last last point on this topic. Did you guys see the numbers of these debates? So I didn't even bother, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it, it's Talk pretty tips. it's pretty incredible. So we all know that, that Trump did not attend these debates, right? Um, <clears throat> he decided to do a one on one interview with Tucker Carlson on uh, on Twitter on X. Um, but the numbers are in, and it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. So we go to the debates. Oh, my God. Well, well, no. Well, just, well, so this is on average, okay? So, so Fox News, and this is average uh, up until the day before the election. So as of Tuesday, Fox News typically gets about 1.5 million views um, in their primetime uh, airtime, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, they're claiming, allegedly, okay, that for the debates, they received an impressive 50 million-plus views, okay, during the debates. Um, I don't believe that for a minute. Yeah, I don't really know how I feel about that, but maybe, maybe. Okay, but let's go over to to Twitter and see where those current views are um, on 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 the Tucker Cross and the Trump interview. Currently sitting at two hundred and twenty nine point six million. Well, that's just more data as to what I was saying. Like Trump's the guy; everybody yeah. fucking knows it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's almost all the country, bro. Yeah, actually, it is. That's almost we all the country. It's all the voters. People. Definitely all the voters. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, do they gain like fucking? It was it was almost like sixty million views in just the first like two or three hours. Mm -hmm. It was insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just thought that was. I, I don't believe that the, the the other debates got fifty million. I don't believe so either. People no, no, don't, don't realize, don't. and you know, my my own friends will argue with me about this, and we'll debate it that pre the President Trump is actually the most loved president that has ever existed number one and around the world and you know where you see this tiktok mm. this is why i talk about tiktok so much well i haven't done it in a while but i do because on tiktok it's a decentralized uh app and you get to see how other countries that pr make content about trump react to trump and when you go to the comments these are in bots these are real people you have uh, uh even muslims have accounts that are pro-trump videos go viral you go to the comments 90 percent of those comments are all positive pe bring people, back trump this is my president i miss trump listen people Everyone. people recognize what's going on and even people from the other countries like look dude here's the reality if trump doesn't get in the free world ends mm. which is already and ending i know that's powerful. but, that's but a powerful statement. every listen that's the truth yeah okay if Biden wins or Gavin Newsom wins, this crazy shit that they're doing will continue and accelerate tenfold over the next four years, just like any other presidential campaign 
the, the last four years is when they do all the work. Mm-hmm. All right. So you will see shit here that will legitimately ruin America and we'll probably be conquered in that time. Yeah. So like this, this, like ele- huh? Oh yeah. China. Yeah. This election here, oh. people, pe- not just Americans. I actually believe that people in other countries recognize it more for what it actually is than what Americans yeah. do because of the amount of propaganda that we have here against him. People in other countries recognize certain things. They recognize that America is the country that has the most arms. Mm-hmm. They recognize that America is the country with the strongest military. And we are still that country, but they make us think that we are not that country all the time on the news. Why do they do that? Well, that's called demoralization. That's why people don't want to enroll in the army anymore. Correct. Have you seen the numbers of they, the army? They're doing they're that on purpose. It's really bad. Yeah, the reason mm-hmm. they post these trans generals and this trans shit mm-hmm. is because they're intentionally trying yeah. to keep people from it's enrolling. Marketing. They're, they're, they're marketing. Yeah, but mo- here's a mistake people are making, Linda, that people are looking at it and saying, man, they're bad marketers. Actually, no, they're perfect marketers no. because, because they're getting exactly yeah. what they want. They don't, they you're assuming you're, they're not the majority. The no, no, no. Are not. People are, people have a, people cannot understand what their actual goal is. Like if you look at what they're doing, and you say, that makes no sense. That these Nobody's people are just dumb. For that. Yeah, yeah. Why, were they, why are they doing this? Like, this is absurd, blah, blah, blah. It's absurd to you because you don't understand what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. When you switch your perspective over to they're trying to destroy the country and weaken the country in every single way possible in the shortest amount of time, then all their stuff they do makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Yeah. That's real shit, man. Guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you think. Uh, hashtag debates. Drop down there. Let us know what you guys think. But uh, before we get to our second headline, it's time. Oh, is it? Got cruise motherfucking comments. All right, let's cruise the comments. Let's check in. Uh, remember, guys, like we're gonna be that. pulling. Uh, pull. We'll pull a comment from our YouTube section, um, and uh, we'll we'll just see what they have to say. Let's yeah. check it out. Let's cruise it. So this comment, uh, this comment comes from at Dustin Hitzman. Yes, Hitzman. It's Hitzman. Yes. Hey, Dustin, what's up, bro? Hey, Dustin. Uh, Dustin says, I was on the wrong side of everything back in 2020. I was so wrong that I intentionally did not listen to this type of episodes on this podcast. I woke up and realized how wrong I was. It's okay to be wrong. Now I am here trying to learn how I can make a difference and make sure my kids have a chance to live in a great country. Thanks, Andy, and all involved in the show. And that's that's awesome. Yeah. Like, dude, that's what it's all about. That's, you know, Dustin. And let's be real, Dustin. How many mean messages you sent me back then? <laughs> fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. How many bad? Andy, I love your Q&As, but man. How, how many bad reviews <laughs> you leave me, Dustin? But it's all good. No, it's all go, good. You got to go back and give Andy a, a five star on yeah. Spotify, on Apple, on Bro. YouTube. Thumbs up. The Dustin. Whole thing. This is what it's all about, though. And yeah. I, real talk, I get literally dozens of these kind of messages nearly every day. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I appreciate, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, I respect that. I, I think, like I've always said, you, you have a reasonable expectation to be able to trust the media and trust the government and trust these agencies that they have our best interests in mind. And to realize that they don't is a very hard uh, chasm to cross, yeah. right? Like, it's, it's a lot for people to recognize that. And, and uh, you know, I don't have any, listen, dude, I don't have any enemies. I don't have any hard feelings. My enemies are the people who did this and that's it. Yeah. Other than that, 
if you talk shit on me or said whatever, or fuck you, Andy, like, dude, really, I don't care, man. Like, it's all good. Like, I've been mad about things before, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of respect for people that can do this yeah. in public, too. That's we, shit, get, man. we get a lot on, like, obviously, we have a smaller YouTube channel. We record only once a week. But we get a lot of this. We actually have a lot of liberals that follow us, and they comment back. They're like, we don't necessarily agree with Trump, with your politics, but we really appreciate that. Then I'll get emails. I recently got an email from a girl, Latina girl, and she said, you know, I, 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 was, I voted Biden. I've been a liberal my whole time. I've woken up. I see it. Can you please send me information on, you know, some of Trump's accomplishments during his yeah. first term? Yeah. yeah that's awesome. And we told her that we were going to make an episode instead of just like typing it so that people can like watch it and like send it to other to their family members. But I, we get these all the time. Like, I am. In fact, I have a video, a TikTok that I showed it yesterday on our stream um, of a black woman. And she says, I'm one of the, I don't know, 81 million people. How many allegedly voted for Biden? 81. She goes, I'm one of the 81. 81. Yeah. She's like, I'm one of the one of the of the 81 million. No, no, no. Voted. 81. 81. Yeah. Yeah. A million. Okay, 81, 81. <laughs> I'm one of the 81 people that voted Biden and put him in the White House. And yeah. she's like, I'm, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm voting for Trump. And every time you guys go after Trump, I want to vote for him harder. Yeah. And she's like, and no white man is going to tell me that I'm not black if I don't vote for Biden. No black man is going to tell me that I'm a coon and a sellout and a this and a that. F you. You know, she was yeah. throwing her. It's like, F you. I'm done. Yeah. She's like, I'm done. So there Good. you find a lot great, of man. that on TikTok actually Look, more than any app. Dude, listen, real talk. <clears throat> I think everybody's done with it. Um, I appreciate this message very, very much. Uh, but I remind you guys that all hated me in 2020 to come back to first form too. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you already messages I got from people that are like, fuck you, I'm never using your shit. I'm like, my shit's the best though. <laughs> fuck you though. Still good stuff, yeah, man. Right. <laughs> so, shit, man. Well, anyhow, <laughs> listen, I like it. I appreciate you, Dustin. Mad, mad respect to, to you and anybody else who, who's willing to say these things. It's not necessary, but it's very, I think it's a great example for other people to read and see. 100%, man. Dustin, we got a little something for, uh, for you. It'll be, it'll be coming your You're way. You're going to send him a Trump flag? No. Uh, <laughs> actually, I was going to do whatever's in Keith's right pocket. What you got? What you got in there? Ah! There you go, Dustin. <laughs> we'll box it up for you. It's coming, I promise. Uh, shout out to everybody else, guys. You guys are being awesome fans. Again, want to just say thank you guys for all the love and support. Yeah, Keep and thanks for that. sharing the show, guys. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it is important. It's, it's very, very important. So we, we always appreciate that here at Real AF. So, uh, but let's get back into it. These are so funny, by the way. The oh, covers. That's, that's all my doubt right there. I, I yeah. love it Our when graphics. you post them on your story. Yeah, they're so funny. I hope you come up with a good one for us, please. Oh, he's okay. got it. I saw it. Good. All right, let's get my right back. Favorite, my favorite poster that we've ever had was the one we just had. The one we just did? Last yeah. I actually had, like, this is a true story. So I'm having David August, Chad from David August. So David August is like the premier suit maker. They make all my suits. That's why I look so pimp in them. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right? So David August is making me those exact outfits for me. <laughs> I swear, dude. That's going to be great. I'm getting them made. We're going to wear them on a show. Nice. Yep. We're going to wear them at the inauguration. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. Well, guys, let's get right back to the cruise. We got headline number two. Headline number two reads, Donald Trump to surrender. Be arrested in Fulton County, Georgia, Thursday. (sighs) Free my boy. That's all I can say. Free my boy. Listen, free Trump's going to become the biggest fucking hashtag ever. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. We're going to start it right here on Real Yeah. Yeah, Free Trump. Yeah. 
Well, I got I, I got free my boy Trump actually. I think how fucking dare they? Yeah, free my boy Trump. That's yeah, but he, but Linda, how you know what's gonna they? happen. No, I know. It's Thanos, bro. You, the more you throw at this dude, he just sucks the power in, man. No, that's yeah. Wakanda. Whatever. That's, he's that's Wakanda. Black, he's a black man. <laughs> Is that how it works in Wakanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like the suit he has on. Like, well, that's right. The Wakanda. I never saw that movie. That's how you know Trump's black. He what? is black. He's a fuck. He was a black he icon. Three, three baby mamas. Listen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now he's getting a Rico case. Yeah, right. like, hey, that's like real Gunna shit. Bro, young this thugs. motherfucker. Yeah, I know about the culture, by the way. Dude, this dude was a cultural icon of rap icon, music icon. up until 2016. Mm-hmm. Once he dropped the D. He's seen? coming back, though, dude. Like, we see all, all the rappers and all everybody's yeah. starting to get with him now. Bro, the Have dude, you, you seen, guys um, see the video of the guy who made that song, Fuck Donald Trump? He said he said he was wrong for making it. And not only that, he also said that all the guys that he knows, yeah. they're I'm all flipped. Yeah, yeah, I think it's great, man. So let, let's dive into this real quick, though. So, so former President Trump will surrender and be processed at the Fulton County Jail Thursday afternoon on charges stemming uh, from the fourth indictment against him in five months. Trump announced on Monday he would travel to Atlanta, Georgia uh, for his surrender charges, alleging he, lawyers, and aides engaged in multiple crimes, including racketeering, uh, in their challenge of the 2020 election's results. His bond has been set at a nice $200,000. Um, now, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the surrender will take place this afternoon. A far-left Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis pursued the charges from a grand jury following a two-and-a-half-year-long investigation and notably launched a re-election fundraising website days before the indictment came down. Uh, while mugshots of Trump were never taken during his first three indictment proceedings, two of which were federal and one which was in, the, uh, in New York State, Fulton County Sheriff Pat Labatt promised to snap a mugshot of Trump. However, well, it remains so unclear if Trump will be subjected to taking a mugshot. Um, speaking of mugshots, we got his co-conspirators, right? His little uh, his gaggle mouthy. of bandits, right? They all have been, uh, they all really have been done. scary people here. They got my boy Judy, uh, Rudy, man. Judy got, Rudy? Yeah, America's Judy Rudy, mayor, bro. Man. Bro. Disgusting, despicable pieces First of, of, of all, we know Rudy personally. Yeah. Both DJ and I. Been to your house. Bro, well, he's wait, been to my should house. Should we say that? They might get included in the Rico. <laughs> he's been to my house he's been in my garage yeah we've had a drink together he's a good dude you know the guy is a fucking cool motherfucker cool. he is he's so smart too Super of course smart. Dude, he's remember that convers- the mafia bro that conversation we had up in the up in mm-hmm. emily's office was one of the coolest conversations ever no i can't talk about it. just tell you how cool it was yeah uncle rudy like yeah. No, Jenna Ella's iconic. I hate her, but I'm I'm happy that she's which, happy. Which one's that? Look this at her smiling. Here. She's the one smiling. Good for her. Good yeah. for her. I really like that attitude. Look at Sydney. These are man. all lawyers, by the way. I'll tell you this though. These this guy, lawyers. who's this guy? He did not help himself. No. He didn't help himself at all. No, but the, the homie at the bottom under Jenna, he put his uh, uh, mugshot as his profile picture on X. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I swear to God. It's his, it's his profile picture I saw yesterday. <sighs> this is Trump's mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, that Trump mugshot is going to be one of the most famous photographs in yeah. history. In oh, history. Shit. Yeah. It's going to be like the Elvis. And the Pablo be, Escobar. It's be like the Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at the Elvis one because I was telling yeah. my t-shirt guy, and I'm like, we're going to print these. So mm-hmm. I want you to get examples of these. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy, man. And, and speaking, uh, Linda, you actually alluded to it earlier, how the, the rights response, Republican gen- general response to most no. of these attacks that we get. Um, I said really help. strong words this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Or another another committee. 
Um, so this headline reads, House Judiciary Committee probing DA Fannie Willis Ooh, so regarding scared. motivations for Trump prosecution. So is Fannie Willis a Soros appointed yeah. prosecutor? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Makes well, sense. Just want to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. So the House Committee. You already knew that, but just for the for, for the For people. the record. Yeah, for, for the, the record. record. Uh, the House Committee on the Judiciary. Uh, the House Committee on the Judiciary is probing Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis regarding her motivations for prosecuting former President Donald Trump. Um, Jim Jordan, uh, the chairman of that committee, uh, wrote a letter, um, sent that down to Fulton County, um, and it's long, but he listed out three main points that he attacked Fannie on. Uh, the first one being um, the then White House Chief of Staff asking for a mem- this. Is, so he's basically explaining why this whole thing is bullshit. He said it listed out three points. So first, uh, the then White House Chief of Staff asking a member of Congress for the phone number of the Speaker of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Two, the then President tweeting that hearings in the Georgia legislature were being aired on a news channel and commenting on those hearings. And three, numerous acts taking place in other states not involving the conduct of the 2020 election in the Georgia uh, or the counting of the votes cast in Georgia. Uh, your indictment and prosecution implicate substantial federal interests uh, and the circumstances surrounding your actions raise serious concerns about whether they are politically motivated. Um, he listed out uh, three actions. He told her that he, uh, he, they had to submit all documents and communications referring or relating to the Fulton County District Attorney's Office um, since January 1st of 2021. Um, all documents and communications between the Fulton County District Attorney's Office and the DOJ because there's possibly a little corroboration there uh, between the DOJ and Fulton County District's Attorney's Office. Um, all their emails, communications, all of that stuff has to be revealed. Um, and then any communication between the DA's office and the federal executive branch regarding this investigation. They have to turn all of that stuff in by September 7th. Um, well, we'll see how that goes. It's another really scary committee. Yeah, for know? sure. I mean, but here's my thing that I've always uh-huh. worried about, right? Like when they put these subpoenas down to get these documentations and stuff, right? Like, What's to say that they're actually going to be getting like, like, bro, listen, I'm, if, they could have destroyed a bunch of stuff. That's what I'm saying. And like, how do you actually like, how would you actually be able to tell if what they're sending is all of it? Or well, if it's also, legit to did begin something with? happen with the people that pushed the Russian collusion hoax? No, there's never any. What's the accountability? That's my problem. Never. Yeah. There's, that, they that's always my problem. have these hearings and very strong words and Mad Gates comes out and all these people. And like, I like them. I'm not saying in, in general that they come out. Nothing ever happens to them. You know, I think. And we broke this down in our podcast and the and the first slide that you showed. What's really scary about th- this indictment and the one in what was the other? Not the Florida one. Uh, the New, New York. York. No, the Washington, D.C. Remember mm-hmm. when he was in D.C.? Um, they're trying to criminalize free speech. Mm-hmm. Like when they when they when you look at the 96 pages of this indictment um, and, and they go through the acts of the crime committed, allegedly, um, they talk about. You know, the president tweeted that people should go watch the reporting live on One American News Network, which, by the way, was banned from DirecTV, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the president tweeted that people should go watch Newsmax. Like, how how is that a crime? Uh, a crime? How is that even listed as an act that's part of this case? Yeah. They're trying to criminalize free speech. Well, I think you know, and the same in, <clears throat> the same thing with the indictment in Washington D.C. is bogus and bananas. Yeah, well, see how I look at this, Linda, is that I look at this is that they are trying. They don't care about the optics. They don't care about what we currently think about any of this. They don't. Anything. Their goal is to to. They are writing the history books. 
for the next generation. Uh -huh. they're, writing, they're writing the history books for the next 50 fucking years. Right. So that way, when our kids and our grandkids look back, this is what they're going to have mm -hmm. to see. They're going to see, you know, they're going to see a president that trying to overthrow Rudy Giuliani. Right. And, 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 and that goes. Up. Yeah. DJ, there's more to that, too. Like that goes into the, <clears throat> you know, the January 6th vigil that they did where they had all those people and it was broadcast on all the news networks. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they had a candlelight vigil on the anniversary of January 6th. All of a and sudden, have, they like cops. Yeah. And you have Kamala Harris saying December 7th, 1941, mm -hmm. the, uh, 9 11, 9, September 11th, 2001, January 6th, 2021. Like, listen, bitch, uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Nobody out here fucking thinks that those are the same things. Mm -hmm. No and one. Anybody that you're, that's just, that's, that's, that's them painting the future history books yep. so that when we go back and Google it, your kids and they go back and Google this, they're like, look at the visual, mm -hmm. look at this, look at that. Bad. And they, okay. So if that's the case, all right, and that's the history that they're, this is going to make my point that I made earlier. If that's what they're planning on doing, what are they planning on doing with the people that know the truth? Camps. Okay. They're planning on removing them from society somehow. They have a plan for that. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think I know what it is. And when you remember Trump tweeting that black and white photo where he's like pointing and he says, actually, they're not coming for me. It's, they're, they're coming, coming for you. That's never been more clear than in the last three years. That's right. That's, and it's never been more clear than in the last three years. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll tell you this. Um, after they go for the lawyers, they're going to go after news personalities and other people. Oh, that's yeah. They're going to come 100%. after Tucker Carlson. No, no, no. They're, they're already gonna, harassing those people. They're going to come after the Charlie Kirks of the world. They're Ask me how I know. They're going to come after the Prager U's of the world. That's what they're going to start doing. Well, I don't know if they're going to go after Prager U, but they're going to go definitely go after Tucker. They're going to go after Charlie Kirk. They're going to go after. They're going to go after Charlie Kirk, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Charlie Kirk had buses of people being bused to January 6th. Dude, so. listen. They're going to go after everybody. Mm -hmm. They come, they fuck with me. Like I could tell you story. Listen, we've had to arrest seven people between January 1st and today for like harassment and showing up here. And like, these are all people, every single one of them that is like legitimately mentally disturbed, mm -hmm. like manic episode. It reminds me of these people who are doing the school shootings. Mm -hmm. So, so what's their, we've also what's uncovered on this show with where they first form, is it you and first form? Oh, it's me. Form? It's me. It's not first form, it's me. It's you. Yeah. yeah. But regardless, the point is these people are so deceitful and so criminal and so calculated that most human beings do not understand. Like when you say things like, "Oh, well, the three-letter agencies have a program called MK Ultra and they actually use mind control to get people to do shit." That sounds crazy. Most people say, most people are like, fuck, that sounds crazy. There's no way. That's not true. Yeah, until you see them. And, that's right. Literally. Yeah, you see seven of them. Until you see them. <laughs> that's this year. Yeah. And they are crazy. And you're like, yeah, Dude, they got MK Ultra. These people, yeah. these people, th these guys, they are, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know how, how it's done, but they are taking people who are a certain 
they're in a certain place, they're a certain age with a certain background and a certain fucking life, mm-hmm. and they're programming these people to do very bad things. I'm 100% convinced because how many, are all these people that have come here for that? They're all the exact same. So we, 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 they're almost catatonic yeah, in, in there, state. There's, a, there's, a, there's too many common denominations that like wouldn't just add up statistically. Anyway. Dude, dude, when I tell you the, the, these people come off as like hypnotized, like catatonic, yeah. like they, you're looking at them, talking to them, and their eyes are dead. I've seen it. He's yeah, seen it. I got the video. No, they, yeah. there's no soul in these people. Because they're their shit's been fucked with. Yeah. And, and dude, our it's government. They, a, Kanye told us. They send them to Zombieland. What more do, you, do the people yeah, want? They yeah, literally that's, said. That's exactly They literally said. They want to send me back to Zombieland. Yeah. Post text messages, not just of his handler, which, by the way, it's the same Hollywood handler for other people. We can get into this conversation A whole bunch later. of people. A whole bunch of people. But also of his lawyer that threatened him with not only sending him to Zombieland, but like, you're never going to see your kids again. Yeah. And he told us that. Yeah. And he showed us that. Yeah. And he ended up in the hospital, in the yeah. mental hospital. Listen, so, But see, that's, but you know, when you talk to the, like, if you talk about this in public, you know, people are like, dude, like, I see it all the time. Like, I see the comments people say about the stuff that I talk about. Like, they're like, bro, this dude's a real conspiracy theorist. Holy shit. No, I'm not. I'm pointing out things that you just can't. They're so evil and so bad that a regular person can't wrap their mind around. You haven't seen it or touched it. Yeah. That's all it is. That's it. Yeah, true stuff. I think one more thing, too, on this same point, the same headline, uh, talking about the optics, right? So, like, all of the other indictments, majority of them, they've all been closed courtroom proceedings, right? Yep. Not not in Georgia. Judges just allow the local cameras to come in. Oh, my God. Um, Piece of crap. And so while that's going on the inside, I thought this was interesting to bring up. What's going on on the outside? Large crowd gathers outside of Fulton County Jail, waiting Trump's I have a arrival. Bunch of friends there, yeah. Now I was able to find this video, I, and I, dude, I just thought this was perfect. Um, I feel like we need to. This man that I'm about to show you guys needs to be protected at all costs. Uh, so here's the video. I'll we just play this real quick. I'm here to support President Trump. You want to know why I'm here to support President Trump? Because they done did black men like this for decades. Make up charges and put on so I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt, two-tiered justice system. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt for Trump 2024. And I mean I need that. one. What do you think about the indictments? Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's going <laughs> around right. the country. You know, Fanny, Fanny Willis. She's a, uh, she went to school with my sister. She full of shit. She was full of shit. <laughs> so she's a puppet for the white liberal mm-hmm. that, that is controlling everything. She's in front, but the white liberal back there pulling those strings, telling mm-hmm. her what to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about her, making a fool of herself. This man gets it. Is going to help his election? Of course it is. It's going to elevate him all the way. I think we should make Trump king. That's yep. how I feel. <laughs> We wouldn't should make be, him king. Um, wouldn't that be like kind of like communistic? <laughs> no, nah, that's no way nothing near communist. No, nah, we just going to make him king, but we still got our freedoms and rights and everything. He fought that. Yeah, Trump for king, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> you own that URL. You own that URL? Uh, can I get your name? Really? Oh, my name is Nick for Trump, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Gilson, a former... Former candidate. I'm a former candidate for New York State Wait. Governor. Gary Gibson, look me you up. You're the white guy? <laughs> I'm I, I, live up to it. I can scrap too, but I can get down. You try, you try. This is fucking hilarious. Not better, I can't. I got a proven track record, though. You want to try me out? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this shirt off. I'll give you some. 
That white guy saw his opportunity. He took it, bro. He took it. He took it. This is it. This is what I was just saying. Like this is going. This is going to show Republicans. You love that shit, don't you? Joe's got a couple plat- multi-platinum albums that he's produced. Yeah, ne- Nelly yeah. never let him say it. That's right. <laughs> Joe's like, finally one for us. <laughs> oh, dude, I want that shirt bad. I want that shirt. That First shirt? of all, yeah. that's a great point he makes, by the way. Like, yeah. Take away the comedy. He's making a great point here. He, that what hap- what's happening here is waking up the black community. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know. Th- this is this is, and also it's going to show Republicans that these people haven't been wrong. Yeah, the justice system <clears throat> is fucked. It's well, like, I don't think I don't think Republicans have ever thought that the black communities were wrong. I absolutely, actually, they have. No, absolutely, no. they Who? have. Andy, Who? I disagree with you. Hor- hor- I disagree with you well, on this for you, sure. You could disagree, but that means you're still wrong. No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> Republicans, Republicans don't. First of all, because Here's the thing. BLM really destroyed the face of criminal justice system and police brutality because they did a horrible job at basically blaming the white man for everything. So then what's the counter reaction to that? Fuck these people. Fuck your movement. Who cares? Yeah. So, yeah, but is that is that it, yeah, it, but that's it, not Republicans? It, but no, I mean, but is that? But who then? Is that saying that that that's, I have a different viewpoint. Here, here's my viewpoint. I've, I'm from St. Louis. Okay. We have a very large black population here. Um, and in fact, I would say that our country's been destroyed by leftist policies and our blacks in St. Louis have been destroyed by leftist policies long before most of the other country. And this whole entire time, these people come in here and they say, the reason your shit is fucked up is because of the Republicans. And I don't, that's never been true. I've talked to, and by the way, I don't even identify as a Republican, but I've never heard a Republican say some shit like not understanding what's actually going on. Like when I talk to Republicans, the ones I know, they completely understand that the Democrats go into the black communities, at least around here, because mm-hmm. it's been going on for a long time. The Democrats go into the black communities, make a bunch of bullshit promises, say they're going to fix all these problems. And they're going to say, you know what? The Republicans caused all this shit. We're going to fix it. And then they get voted in. They go in. They don't try to fix it. They actually try to make it worse. And they steal all the money that they're supposed to use but to fix it. But that's not what I'm referring to. Yeah, so but like, well, but I'm saying, I, I think what you're getting to, Linda, like, it's so that's my question is like. Criminal justice think, reform. That's what right, I'm talking but about. I don't think, I don't think, I've never met a Republican that doesn't agree that it needs to happen. Yeah. I think. I'll now, you if you names. were to say that, like, they've ignored the black community, that I mean, that's a valid argument. But again, it's only been ignored so, because they get beat down for being a Republican because they're blamed for all the problems in those communities. So, for example, Trump signed the, they passed, actually, they passed the criminal justice reform while we first were first, right. Mm-hmm. And the, he got backlash from the from establishment Republicans. Tommy Lauren was one of the biggest ones, you can look it up right now, who was mm-hmm. complaining against it. In fact, DeSantis, his, DeSantis' campaign is attacking him for being soft on crime. Mm-hmm. We know that's not true. But what they're trying to use is the criminal justice reform, right, that was supposed to help people, as, as this gentleman just said. Mm-hmm. They're attacking Trump for saying some of these guys are getting out. Most of them are black, by the way, or Latinos. And they're going back to the streets to commit crime, right? Mm-hmm. Has it happened? Yeah, a very small percentage of them has because it's human nature and, you know, shit happens. But not all of them. So there is like the DeSantis campaign and those Republicans that don't want Trump to come back in the very establishment, the Bushes of the world, they attack Trump 
over his criminal justice reform policy. I think there's two different things. I mean, I think there's these are two different conversations. There's there's, there's what happens. There's the the conversation on crime about the crime that happens before those uh, people get to jail, and then there's what happens when those people get to jail, right? Like once they're in jail, mm-hmm. how do we deal with them? Right. And I think that's a whole different conversation about how do we deal with them before they get to jail. Yeah. Like like how how do we you know then that goes down to defending the police and all that right. type. Well, of how stuff. do you think it should be? Well, I'm I'm just saying I'm my my point was basically that the establishment Republicans because you and I despite the fact that we may identify with no, the I Republican get it. Party, yeah. we're not. Like, no. I'm not a, a, a Republican. I'm, I'm just not. I'm more of an independent. I'm just a human that thinks. Right. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say <clears> is <throat> the, the, the party before Trump that still remains, mm-hmm. right? Those very established... The ones we call rhinos. Exactly. Right. Those people have been... have criticized Trump over trying to change doing the criminal justice reform that this guy talks about. Why? Because the black community has been the most impacted by certain, like the 1994 uh, criminal act that Joe Biden was part of, right? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm like we, we no, I get understood it. each I other. Get it. Yeah, but, but I agree with Trump's criminal justice reform because Barack Obama promised to do that in eight years and he he couldn't get it done. So right. so you know? so what so I'm asking is so what I'm asking is how do you, how should it be? Like in, how how what is the optimal in your opinion way to deal with the crime that's happening? Well, the the crime is going to be localized for the most part. That's going to be a state and local issue. So when you have district attorneys or, or or DAs and attorney generals who don't care, like for example, California, what's the what's the this guy's name that's uh, letting everyone out, right? If you steal under nine hundred and fifty bucks, that's why we're seeing all these flash mobs coming in, right? Right. So first of all, this is a per state issue. It's not a federal thing to take care of. So the people are electing, well, we can talk about voting discrepancies or not, but the people are electing uh, these soft on crime, uh, criminal justice people. San Francisco actually got rid of one, Chesa Budin or whatever. They recalled that guy because he got so bad in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It affected mostly the Asian community. They, They gathered, they got rid of that guy. They haven't done it in L.A., so L.A. it's progressively getting worse. I'm sure you guys have a terrible person here as well. Yeah, we did. We, we, we did, and they replaced her with another one. Yeah, you know, we we have bad people in um in Florida too because it all comes down to local politics, right? So this is a very localized problem when it comes to crime. Um, it, it, a lot of the like. Do you agree that criminals should be afraid to commit crime? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm of the camp yeah. of cutting hands off for stealing. I'm of the camp of violent offenders go to prison forever. I'm of the camp of pedophiles go in the wood chipper publicly. I'm of the camp of treasonous politicians are publicly executed. Yeah. I'm of the I'm of the camp that that only works if we have real ethical people running the play. Well, that's and what the problem is. Is we don't have that. Right that's why the president of El Salvador is so <clears throat> popular because El Salvador had dealt with 30 years of uh, gang. You're talking about the young guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's turned it around. So, but what did he have to do? He had to, he literally had to break through the two-party system. His party, which is called New Ideas, Nuevas Ideas, is who runs the entire government. Mm -hmm. They have 80% of the chamber of of Congress, so they can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Um, He got rid of of all of the Supreme Court justices because he has the power to do that through the legislation. Kamala Harris and the United States was like, no, this is like a dictator. No, it's not. It's in their constitution. They can do it. 
if it's in their bylaws and they can do it, it's not dictatorship. It's mm -hmm. not a dictatorship. You may think that way because you want to continue to keep your preferred puppets in each country that does your little favors and allows for criminal gangs to do whatever they want in the country. But that only works when you literally clean house, which is what they've done. They take complete control of the government. And then he says, guess what? I'm going to use the military to crack down on crime. You know, that's what they're doing. So if so what's happening in El Salvador right now, my friend just ran for mayor in, in, in San Salvador. He lost. It's his first time. Not a big deal. Very young guy. I'm sure he'll make it. Um, and what's happening right now is that let's say that there's a crime. Again, very small, very, very small country. So let's say there's a crime right now, whatever, uh, in, 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 a, in a city or in a uh, uh, sector of the city. The military is sent in and they will block down that perimeter or that area until they get the guy out or the guys or the gang members or whoever it is. And then people can resume back to their I like that. activities. And so they have a problem with that. The U.S. has a problem with that, along with international bodies of law, right? The U.N., you know, the, the, our, our friends, um, the globalists, because they say that it's that he's running a dictatorship and that he is um, uh, fucking with people's uh, civil rights because a lot of times they have to go on lockdown to be able to get these criminals out. Now you got to I don't believe something. that I don't believe that violent criminals are entitled to civil rights. Okay. I think they're, they're talking about what, the civilians. Right, here. exactly. They're talking about right. But I'm sure if you civilians. ask them. So, exactly. I was about to go yeah, there. So sure when you, you ask, ask them, so when they love it. Right. Of course. Yeah. So during lockdown, we were what were we told? What, what is it that they had to do during lockdown? They had to do a um it's un golpe de estado. Shit, I forgot how the translation. Like when they when they when they go into an emergency and they lock everything down. What is that mm -hmm. called? State of emergency. Yeah. So they have the state of emergency. So when they say, oh, it's state of emergency, you know, a woman was raped and murdered or whatever. Uh, we're locking down. You're talking down. about martial law? Yes. Yeah. So they're, they're constantly under martial law, except the civilians are not really affected. Like, they still have mobility. They can still go to work. But you're going to see the military walking around certain areas until they find the people. And when you ask the citizens, because my, my, uh, my uh, podcast partner just went with her husband down to El Salvador. She's like, everyone is fucking happy. Like street vendors selling stuff on the street can take Bitcoin. Okay. These people selling arepas and, and, and you know, uh, juices and whatever it is that they sell, they can take Bitcoin. They're finally able to work. You know, mm -hmm. these gang members were stealing from them. Raising their women, stealing yeah. children so they could be part of their yeah. gangs. And then the government, the government officials and is, is sympathize. Yes. So, so that's what's happening if here. You, if you ask the citizens, do you have a problem with going in a state of emergency to find the three gang members that raped a woman or whatever, killed somebody in your in your little town? Or they're like, no, we don't care. We're fine with this because we dealt with 30 years mm -hmm. of bullshit, having, you know, losing everything. Which, Honestly, by the way, how did the 30 years start? Oh, it started with fixed elections. It started exactly as what's happening now. Yeah. So you have to have a very tough hand. And when we have been brainwashed, particularly the white race, to feel bad because certain criminals are black or Latinos or whatever it is. So, you know, that's how they got San Francisco to turn completely into a shithole. Yeah. We have to feel bad. You know, this criminal justice reform and uh, social social justice reform, you know, $900 on anything under $950 doesn't count. People are going through and, and, and stealing everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I noticed yesterday? Because I wanted to go to Walgreens in, in downtown where I'm staying. 
everything was closed by 8.30. And I'm convinced, convinced that all these Walgreens and CVSs are closed in downtown because of, because oh, of no, the crime. Oh, no, there's no... Yeah, 8.30? Oh, no. 8.30? Yeah. In Miami, listen, I mean... Listen, <laughs> listen, People have no idea. St. Louis, because it's not a big city, does not get the press for how bad shit is here. Like I'm it, like... No, it, in shock. What did you tell us before the show? That this place is like a third I world feel country. Like it's like a Baghdad or something. Yeah. Like bombs over Baghdad. That's what I can think of. Yeah, because the it influencer is influencer that I ran into. He's like, I spent nine years in, in in Iraq, and I can tell you that yes, this place is fucking horrible. It reminds yeah. me of you drive through certain areas, and it looks like a bomb had been dropped in a neighborhood. Yeah, the infrastructure is falling apart. You move outside the city limits, it's great. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, once you, once you go yeah. 10 minutes away from there, shit is perfect. But it's almost like New York. You go to upstate New York and you go outside of New yeah. York and it's beautiful. Get out of LA. It's freaking beautiful. Yeah. It's the same for almost every single one of these shithole liberal cities. Mm-hmm. Real shit, man. Guys, join this conversation on YouTube if you want to join in. Uh, hashtag Freedom Boy Trump. Uh, with that being <laughs> said, let's go on to our third and final headline, headline number three. Headline number three reads Wagner Boss. Yvani Progazine jet appeared fine 30 seconds before crash amid rumors bomb was hidden in a wine crate. Interesting. Mm. Now, listen, I think this shit's just about as fake as India landing on the moon. Which was, part? Was, the whole the, thing. I mean, listen, I mean, I did a plane crash. I'm sure, you know, but did he go down? I don't know. And, and listen, there, there are some conspiracy theories that are already popping up counter evidence, things like that. So let's just dive into this uh, headline number three. Uh, this is a New York Post article reading, Wagner mercenary chief Yovani Progazine Doom's plane, uh, private plane, showed no signs of distress until a sudden drop 30 seconds before the deadly crash in Russia amid speculation that the rogue warlord's plane may have been downed by a bomb hidden in a crate of wine. Uh, the Embraer, how you spell that? How you say that? Embraer. 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 Got it. Uh, the Embraer How the fuck can you say that guy's name, but you can't say that? I don't Prag- think I said his name right. I Prag- think Prag- it sounded Prag- like you may have said it right. Pregazine? Yeah. Pregazine? Sounds like a, a pharmaceutical drug. It does. If you were a loved one. That Legacy 600 is a nice jet. That's dude. a pretty decent jet. We flew on one. It's real nice. Yeah, yeah. We, we went on one. Not bad. Um, yeah, so it was him and other senior Wagner group members listed among the 10 passengers uh, showed no indication that there was anything wrong earlier in the flight Wednesday, according to Ian Pacheknik of the flight tracking site Flight Radar 24. Uh, it then made a, quote, sudden downward vertical at 5.19 p.m. local time and within about 30 seconds plummeted more than 8,000 feet from its cruising altitude of 28,000 feet. Uh, quote, whatever happened, happened quickly, Pacheknik said, quote, they may have been wrestling with the aircraft after whatever happened. Now, here's a video. I'm sure everybody's already seen it. Um, for those of you guys on YouTube, you can check this video out. For those of you guys listening to audio, uh, go to AndyFacella.com. You can find them there. Uh, here's the video. I haven't seen it, actually. It's crazy. Do you look? Apparently, this is, we're, we're looking at the video. Just, I mean, it's a plane crash. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
plane crash. That's a plane crash. And I mean, there's other videos of it, like, you know, spiraling out of the sky. So was was the bad guy, the warlord, in it? Yeah, apparently. Allegedly. And he, and yeah. his, now, that allegedly. was the guy from the thing a few months ago, right? Yes, Correct. the coup that he right. wanted to do the right. coup. Which was all planned. Yeah. Right? Um, which we, we reported here on, on Real AF. It came out. It was a genius plan, right? But here's the thing. So conspiracies are already popping up online everywhere that this uh, may not be what it is made out to be, right? And we've learned here on, on Real AF that, you know, when things like this happen, you can't just jump to conclusions, right? Mm-hmm. Give that time. Give it time to breathe because there's always more information that comes out. Um, and <laughs> just like in this case, um, there's a second plane, a second jet spotted after uh, Prigazin's crash sparks rumor Wagner boss faked his death, right? So speculation has grown that Prognizin, uh may have evaded the fiery fate after news spread that a second private jet linked to the Wagner group landed safely in St. Petersburg around the same time as the crash. Footage showed the second jet, another Embraer ERJ, uh, 135BJ Legacy 650 aircraft, landing safely at Ostevejo Airport. Uh, It's not the first time uh, Prigozhin 62 was mistakenly thought to be dead. Last month, a former U.S. military leader speculated that Prigozhin was either dead or jailed following a much-publicized meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin after his botched rebellion, a meeting that was likely faked. Um, now, here is the, in the most, I think the most interesting part about this whole development before we get into discussion. Um, this headline reads, expect us. Wagner mercenaries threaten revenge. March on Moscow after warlord's death. Um, so purported members of the Russian Wagner mercenary group released uh, chilling videos threatening revenge and a new, quote, march of justice on Moscow after their leader, uh, Yegivny uh, Prigozhin, uh, reportedly died in a fiery jet crash. Now, they have not identified any of the bodies, they've not confirmed. Uh, they just have the flight list, right? Um, and there's been plenty of times, like, just so people understand how this stuff works, you send a flight list in well before you get on that plane. We've had plenty of times where people who we thought were going to be on the plane didn't come. But guess what? They're still in the fight law. Yeah, and then it delays the whole thing. Right. They're, they're like, where are these people? Oh, they're not here. Oh, we got to do a new thing. Right. Right. And so they I'm, have to verify who's dead. Like, right. And it's burned. It's there's a there's a pretty it's a it's it's definitely not that bad. But I mean, it's it's definitely checked for sure. Uh, so a Telegram channel associated with Prigozhin's private army released a short clip. Uh, showing a trio of masked men dressed in camouflage and body armor making vague threats of retaliation. Quote, there are many discussions about what Wagner would do now, one of the supposed mercenaries says in the eight-second video. Quote, we'll say one thing. We're already starting off. Expect us. Uh, some critics have raised questions about the authenticity of the footage, claiming it was the handiwork of Ukrainian security services aimed at sowing panic in Russia, but there was no concrete evidence to support that theory. Um, they continued in the video, uh, quote, today we saw how the little Kremlin filth wiped out Yevgeny uh, uh, Vitrovich, the masked fighter says in an altered voice, apparently referring to Russia's leader. Uh, he then goes on to issue a sinister, quote unquote, order uh, to all Wagner units to retrieve their buried assault rifles, machine guns, and grenades, presumably uh, in preparation for an unspecified retaliatory act. Quote, all of us who have fought all these years are seeing that this devil has played long enough. The mercenary adds, again, seemingly referencing Putin 
quote, await future orders and victory will be ours. Glory to Russia. What do we got on this, guys? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. They don't allow us to see any of the things that Putin says on TV. Well, so he did make a comment. So he, he yeah, came but how do we know? What did he say? Yeah, his comment was basically like, listen, like, you know, uh, you're Gavin, he's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. He's done a lot of good stuff. He's had, um, he said something about having like you know, some ill fate, um, you know, but, you know, he, he, he shared his condolences for all of the passengers on the board. If it is true, he said Russia is going to be launching their own investigation um, to determine the, uh, the cause. Um, the U.S. our Intel services came out and said something about there was a, a possibility of a rocket taking down the jet. Um, that would have came from somewhere inside of Russia. But then there's talks about this wine crate uh, that was on board. Um, but the interesting thing with the wine crate is that um, his plane was searched by bomb dogs and everything right before they took off. So, I mean, like, you know, this guy, he knows he has enemies. I mean, I'm sure he's going to put in the proper precautions, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I don't. I don't know. There's just a lot. And like I said, I think it's just important for all of us when news like this and stuff like this breaks, like you can't just jump in one way or the other. Let's get some more information. I just thought it was definitely a weird development um, because we do know what we do know is that there's a lot of hands involved in this little pot of honey. Yeah. You know, look, man. I, I have a bigger picture thought on on this particular story because it's so hard to understand what's going on. And. <clears throat> People need to come to the understanding that we don't know what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Like we are only told what they want to tell us. And there is no transparency. There is no truth. We are fed a narrative that is geared to produce behavior that they want. And anything that we watch on TV, anything that we watch from our government can no longer be assumed to be true or credible. Yeah. You know, when That's you go, yeah, nothing, nothing. And it's intentionally designed to confuse and create a narrative that we are supposed to believe and then go along with without any proof or validation from any source. And when we're in our own government, in our own media, in our own big tech social media platforms, do not allow us to see full statements of other people's speeches or other people's uh, you know, information that they're giving out, it prevents us from understanding what truly is going on. Yeah. And they make these censorship, uh, you know, these decisions to censor things with the idea that, you know, we know what's best because we know what's true. Yeah. But the problem is it's creating this society of people that have no idea what's actually going on. And then you combine that with this, uh, this ideology of, you know, up is down, left is right. Two plus two equals five. Men are women. Women are men. And we have a society of people that have, it, it creates mental illness because you never That's actually, yeah, you yeah. never actually know what is actually yeah. true. What we believe to be true in 2000, right, in 1999 was believable because there wasn't access to so much information. Mm -hmm. So People say, well, we need to go back to 1999 or 2000 the way it was then. Well, how do you know? How do you know that what they were saying then was actually true? Because there was no recourse for the information. How do you know that you haven't been being lied to even worse then than you are now? Right? We don't know. And that's a big problem. There has to be transparency 
There has to be truth. And the only way to get to truth is through transparency, where we're allowed to see what Vladimir Putin's saying or what Xi Jinping is actually saying or what, you know, these stories actually are. And, and unfortunately, you know, the world media has been infiltrated by members of the World Economic Forum that are intent on confusing the entire world for their own, for, for their own uh, benefit. Yeah. You know, their, their, their statement, their slogan is out of chaos comes order. You wow. know, like that's, that's their slogan. And they're trying to make as much for chaos. the World Economic Forum? Mm -hmm. I didn't see it's that. a thing that Klaus Schwab talks about all the time. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't, I honestly, like, it's kind of hard to see what's true or not coming from the other side of the world, um, especially with, uh, you know, especially in from Russia. Um, if they're going to bleed, if, if the guy did die in the event that he is dead, him and his uh, other, the other people, they're going to 100% blame Putin because this is what they've done time and time again. Putin kills off his enemies, puts him in jail, does this, does that. So it's pretty much what, what they're going to do. They're just going to Well, it's what Putin they want forward. you to think of him. Right. Yeah. Right. It's in line with that. You know, I know this is, it kind of goes with a conversation just real quick, but like you guys have heard of like the Uyghur uh, camps in China that yeah. they talk about. Mm -hmm. So I've always been very skeptical of that narrative for a few reasons. Um, but there was this one time that I was like just kind of bored and wanted to see what people in the other side of the world were saying about that just because I just don't believe it. And uh, it turns out that there's a lot of people online, mostly on X, you can find some on Facebook as well, that their story is not that they're in concentration camps. Their story is that this Muslim population of that side of China, um, who doesn't know the English, who doesn't know the language or anything, what they are actually doing is making sure that they learn the language and a skill before they're like introduced into the general public, mm -hmm. which is why they call them like concentration camps. So when all these illegals come to the U.S., we just literally like dump them in the streets of New York, as we're seeing right now with no housing, no shelter, no food, no nothing, no skills, nothing. A lot of them do turn to crime because what are they going to do? Sometimes they do get help from the government, phone, stuff like that. So the whole thing is that um, they're they're saying, like, how could we be killing off? How, how could China be killing off the Uyghur population if, in fact, here are the numbers and their population is growing? You know, here are pictures of them in a mosque, like, like all these different things. I'm not saying it's completely true, but I just. No, but you're I saying just, there's two different stories. Right. And that's the thing that people are refusing to understand. Right. And that goes on all things. Everything. Yeah. There's perspectives of the yeah. story, depending on what so, part of it you're in. So their perspective, and I actually heard an interview of two women and they're like, no, what we we are being uh, taught the language and we are being taught skills, including like, I don't know, like sewing was one of them, for example, cooking, blah, blah, blah. It's like because they want us when they when we do go out in public, we need to find jobs, you know, so not to say that China is a good guys or not. I don't want to, you know, well, it's interesting that, you know, you say that and when we think about those things and then we think about who's funding a lot of what's going on here, it's clearly China, right? And then we think about the messages that we're fed here. What are we fed here about China through the media? We're fed that China is much stronger than us. Mm -hmm. We're fed that we are weak and, and our people are weak, 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 weak. And their people are strong, 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 strong. 
But when you actually go and talk to someone from China, mm-hmm. they'll tell you like a lot of this stuff is bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? So is it possible that our entire media and our entire narrative is being made to believe that we are far less than what we actually are and they are far more than what they actually are? I think that makes a lot of sense. But I think that the the China has really changed in the last 20 to 30 years. And the only reason why I kind of believe a little bit of it is because I have friends that actually lived in China and just, just moved back. I have a couple that just moved back. And what they are is a communist country. They're very, they're, but, but they have like an open market. Like it's like, a, I, don't, I don't even know what type of model that is because they do have, people can work. There is luxury rent. People are, my, my friends were living at the W Hotel in Shanghai, you know, like they weren't like put in like shitty. Yeah, well, areas, that's, that's a misunderstanding you know? about communism. Pe- right. pe- people don't, when people talk it's about. It's not the communism that you see in Cuba. I've been to Cuba. Yeah. Like, that shit sucks. Well, <laughs> you know, well, well, it would be if there were more people in Cuba. So what communism creates is a very small minority mm-hmm. of very wealthy people and a vast majority of mm-hmm. very poor, destitute people. And China has some of the richest cities in the world, but because their population is so vast, they're able to populate cities with their rich people because mm-hmm. there's more of them, right? Which Cuba wouldn't because they don't have enough people. Mm-hmm. So like what China has going on is a very small amount of very, 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 very wealthy people and a large amount of very poor people. And that's what they're trying to create here. And most of the people here um, that you think are wealthy, they're not even to the level of wealth that they intend to, like a lot of the wealthy people here say, oh, well, communism, well, I'll stay wealthy and everybody will stay poor. But you're not wealthy enough to make it over the hump. They're gonna take your shit too. And that's why we have a lot of successful people who are kind of turning the other way and they're like, well, fuck it, what do I care if like, the poor people get poorer. Mm-hmm. Well, you should care because you're yeah. going to be part of the poor. Well, though they they did. So what happened in Cuba? Um, if you if you go and you see the old houses, the uh, houses made in the 1950s, 1960s that are run down. Um, when they came in, if people have, if you were rich and you had like let's say like four different properties, like two in Havana and the one in Baradero, which is the beach town. They give you a choice of like, okay, you can stay with one house, but like we're taking your other four houses. Yeah, well, well, look what, <laughs> yeah, but look. So what, everybody migrated to Miami. How'd that start know? though? How'd that start? A it's, revolution. It's no, it started just like what they're talking about here, where they're now up in the Northeast. They're saying, hey, if you have an extra room, consider yeah. homing a family. Right. All right, and then that translates, that moves into mm-hmm. <clears throat> because they give these people more rights than the actual citizens of this country. That leads into a situation where, you know, you adopt a family and they come in and live in your house and you go on vacation. And then when you come back, their whole entire family's there. There's fucking 50 of them. And then it's their house and it's not your house anymore. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what's happening in California with the Airbnb. Correct. Too. That's how you ha- can't kick out people out of their Airbnbs. You can't kick people. We have squatter laws here in Missouri where it's like six months to get a squatter out of your real estate. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, these are all leftist communist rules. And they do this because they intend to give and repopulate our shit to those people. That's yeah. 100% the goal. And people will hear that, oh, that's racist. The fuck are you talking about, yeah. dude? No. It's racist to point out that they're actually telling people up in the Northeast and New York and these other places, Washington, D.C., to take these migrants into their own home who have no idea or understanding, like you just pointed out about yeah. the Uyghurs, of the culture, of the Nothing. language, of the skills, of anything. 
And you bring these people in and you go away and you come back and all their cousins are there and you go back and it's their house. Yeah. And they get murdered. Yeah. That's, no, it's, no it's, it happened in Colombia yeah. with a million Venezuelans. That's why there's that, a lot of... That's what of, they did in El Salvador. The, it's the same thing. They're accusing Colombians. I actually had a really big fight on Twitter a few months ago with a Venezuelan um, because she was saying like, oh, the Colombians are xenophobic. Like we're supposed to be like brothers and, and sisters like countries and da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, yeah, that's all cool. But the reality is that these... What, what happened in Venezuela was all the rich and middle-class Venezuelans came here. They're in Miami. They're in Doral. They have businesses. They're well-off. They're good. They're paying citizens. They don't commit crimes. What stayed behind, which is the poor people, they only had a choice of migrating by what? Foot, right? Where do they go? Peru, Argentina, Colombia, Brazil, their neighborhood, their neighboring countries. And then they're poor. They come in. It's already a, a developing country like Colombia. And what do they have to do? Turn to crime. So where I'm from, which is Cali, um, they hate them. They hate Venezuelans. Like nobody wants to house them. Nobody wants to employ them. Very different than the perception of Venezuelans in Miami, which people really, really like because they're good citizens. Well, right. So um, that's the case everywhere. Yeah. Every every other country. Listen, most Americans have never been out of America. No. So, they so like they don't I understand. Like when you go to Europe it. and you go to like, you know, uh, let's say uh, France, uh, France, they don't like all the migrants and they are oh. openly racist against them. Yeah. And like it's actually not even really racist. It's no, just, it's this is our shit yep. and these motherfuckers don't belong here. And that's mm-hmm. that. That's the way the world works. Like, it's not racist to say, hey, these people who come from this other country who are not contributing yeah. to our country, we don't want them here. That's mm-hmm. not racist. Okay? I, I, I This is Rama. I know we're, <sighs> we're wrapping up, but I thought you guys maybe were going to talk about um, in Brazil, but just so your listeners know, in Brazil, nine, nine, uh, Supreme Court nine to one decision that you can go to jail for homophobic slurs. I saw that. I saw that yeah. And what was funny? Oh, homophobic slurs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they get with Luna. It's the Supreme Court, which is super lefty. Um, they're, they ban Telegram. Telegram's not allowed in Brazil. They're obviously the ones that also banned Bolsonaro from ever running for president. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny that I see people celebrating. And the people people don't think, right? They're short-sighted. Now, all of us, not everybody's as smart as we are. Right? That's fair narcissistic but that's just a fact um and you know people are like celebrating like yes you know like you shouldn't be homophobic and like all these things and like you have freedom of speech but you shouldn't say the the the, the f word here's the thing right now we're under a liberal new world order but the the pendulum always swings back yeah so when the pendulum swings back right. not only are you going to get your right to be a homo and it, it restricted not only are we going to not, not me necessarily, not only is society going to say, OK, we're going to go the Uganda route, which is that not only we're not going to allow you to get married, but we're also not going to allow you to be a free person to express your your. This is how that, this is how and that then, happens. And then hold on. And then we're not going to stop there. We're going to make it so that it's legal for you to say anything about our religion or or Jesus or Jesus Christ. So. They never think of how the, this actually sets the president for the other side. I, I know. It's really funny. It's really cool when you when you think you're going to uh, uh, punish the, the homophobes, but you never think how this is going to recoil and come back to you and set the president for the fascist. Not, and especially, well, especially when the pendulum is swinging back aggressively. Yeah. That's what I'm who, saying. Who talked about this? 
What's that guy's name? I think that guy, that Randy Kinsella guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's happening in Uganda. In Uganda, it is you can you can actually get the death penalty and go to jail and or go to jail if you are openly uh, homosexual. There's no homosexuality is banned in Uganda. Not not. It's I'm not talking about. It's banned in a lot of places. Marriage. I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about you being a, a, a going out there. If and, you are a known and, homosexual, exactly. they will put you in jail. Exactly. Yes. So and and that actually when you hear them again, I have to give credit to TikTok because I only learned about that through TikTok watching the president live and speaking in Uganda. And he he says that, you know why? Because of Barack Obama. Because Barack Obama, when he was coming to help our poor countries, he wasn't just helping with aid. He was forcing homosexuality on our culture. And we're Americans. So we think it's like we're all cool with gay people. We all have gay family. We're all friends. We don't we don't we're not disgusted by these people or care we're also 100 years ahead of them you understand they're not they're 100 years back yeah you know well it's it's not even 100 years back it's just they're at a place where the pendulum is because this over the course of history homosexuality has become prevalent and accepted and then and then villainized over and over and over and over again so it's never actually stayed Mm. and you know I, I think you're making a great point. This is a point I've made on the show many, many times over the years that, you know, like, like if we really think about how the leftists have treated regular people for the last decade in this country, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Like, dude, I've gotten called every fucking name. I've gotten harassed. I've gotten canceled. I've gotten told I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a this, I'm a that My, for 10 years. And eventually people get tired of it. And they're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's what's happening right now. Yep. And people and that's what's like, happen. yeah, and dude, and people aren't going to have any sympathy for those people. No, nope. they're, they're not going to, they're not going to protect them. They're not when the shit, when these fucking people come in and start fucking up, fucking up people who have done this shit, the far leftist progressives, these people who are ruling, ruining our fucking society. No one's going to be there to stand no behind them. Single person. Yeah. No, no pool noodles. People are going to be like the emoji. Yep. <laughs> Real quick to your point. Uh, did some quick numbers over here. Uh, roughly about 3% of Americans have traveled outside of the country. Yeah. Wow. Three percent. That's why they, you know, when they want to be racist uh, towards me, whether right or left, they're always like, you just literally know Mexico. And I'm like, Latin America is a big ass continent. You know, there's there's other countries out there. I don't know. <laughs> just saying. Dude, dude people. <laughs> not, not every brown person is a Mexican. You know yeah. what I mean? No shit. So, <laughs> True. There's a lot more countries. No shit, man. Well, guys. It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, guys, we got thumbs up. We're dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up and uh, go through it, dig through it, and we get one of those two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up for dumb as fuck headline reads, Georgia man arrested after allegedly stealing porch from neighbor's property. We got to go down to Georgia, man. We got, listen, typically Florida's got some weird shit going on. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like a Florida headline. Yeah, this is out of Georgia. (laughs) Close enough. Close enough. It's too hot in Florida right now. They went yeah, up to Georgia. Yeah, they're like, Lydia, yeah, this is probably a Florida man For that was sure. caught in Georgia. How do you steal a whole port? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's a question. Yeah. yeah. So this is a Fox News article, guys, reading, a Georgia man is charged with a felony after he being accused of stealing a porch from a neighbor's front yard, according to the uh, Coweta County Sheriff's Office, Robin Swanger. 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 Yeah, Swanger. I always got to check with Andy. I make sure white I, names. I think it's good. Yeah, Swanger. It looks like a Swanger to me. <laughs> that damn Swanger done stole my porch. Uh, like? <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a grower. I'm a Swanger. <laughs> yeah, so Robin Swanger 
was arrested uh, following the incident on Clement Harris Road in Arnco, Georgia. This is uh, Robin here. This motherfucker man. definitely, definitely steals man. porches. This motherfucker, <laughs> I saw this motherfucker. What was that, Tiger King? I saw him on the show. This dude came right off Tiger He's King. He's got a mullet. That's all yeah. you need to know. Bro, this motherfucker definitely stole a porch. <laughs> I'm going to have to give this a thumbs up. So the owner of the property that Swanger allegedly took the porch from said nothing was available to be taken despite the lot appearing uh, to be abandoned. Investigators said that Swanger passed, quote, no trespassing signs in the yard on his way to remove the wooden porch, uh, which was left on the property when the house was taken away. So basically, there was no house, just the porch sitting there. Maybe that was already stolen, too. I don't know. Oh, so this is like mobile homes. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This makes, it makes more sense. This stole sense. a fucking porch, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, so there's a see- big porch, though. Oh, you got pictures? Yeah, I got pictures. Okay. Yeah, it's a full-size 8 by 10 porch. Um, it would be what goes onto a house for entrance and exit. Uh, CCSO investigator Chris Staples. Where you would find a porch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else do you use a porch for? <laughs> you know. Um, it, and it, quote, unquote, it was very well constructed. So that's so always good. good. It could be stolen. <laughs> I, where, like, where did he do with it, though? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, investigators have described uh, Swanger as a literal... Porch pirate <laughs> for the theft, uh, a term typically used for people accused of stealing packages from the doorstep of the home. Quote, some people may shrug their shoulders and say it's not a big deal. But when you take someone's property without their consent and the value of this porch is three thousand dollars, you can't just go and take stuff off someone's property. Well, I believe it's that much. Price of lumber is pretty it, high. Well, it's pretty, pretty expensive right now, man. Um, at one point during the investigation into the incident, deputy said the porch did reappear on the property upside down. <laughs> Bro, how strong is this motherfucker? <laughs> like, you have the pictures of the porch? Well, I mean, I, this is the best oh I can pull God. up. Yeah, this is the best I can pull up. That's a pretty nice porch. Bro. And it's a pretty big porch, so I'm trying to understand. Did he steal the lower porch to, or just the upper porch? I don't know. Because that's a double-decker. Yeah. Bro, I don't. How the fuck did it go upside down? Like, how strong is this It has to be the, the, the lower deck, well, I think. Yeah, it depends right? It depends on how much meth he smoked. <laughs> Eight by ten. Hey, this man. motherfucker hey, smokes meth. You want to buy a porch? Listen. <laughs> okay. Does he do meth or not? Oh, he does all of it. <laughs> okay. We're in, the, we're, in the, we're in the fucking meth capital of America, bro. Yeah. Yeah. This man is guilty. <laughs> Guilty as charged, man. Yeah, so he got charged with two counts of domestic violence, including battery, in addition to the felony theft charge for stealing porch. What do we got on this, guys? I'm going to have to give it a thumbs up because it's hilarious. Thumbs up because it's funny. Sometimes you need a porch. Sometimes you need a porch. <laughs> yeah. Bro, he was going to sell that porch to get more meth. <laughs> bro, I'm a, that's Halloween outfit, bro. Porch pirate. <laughs> porch pirate. <laughs> Oh, man. That's great. Well, guys, Andy, Linda, that's all I got. All right, guys, that's the show. Linda, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me yeah, here. Thanks for making the trip up. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. Uh, guys, appreciate if you would uh, not be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a pole, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, dust a no, headshot, case closed